0: Truth is the enemy of happiness, isn't that the decision we all made?
1: Oh, but you know the truth, don't you? There's not a thing I can tell you that you don't already know, is there?
2: Have you had your joy, Ollie? People in town are getting a tad bit skinny, I think they're starving to
0: death,
2: and they're painting the streets in fucking rainbows! Have you not noticed? Oh, Ollie. Why are you all wearing those
3: ridiculous new masks? You should get one. They shape your face into a smile. And when you smile, you can't help being happy.
0: We have to tell people. They need to know the truth. No. It's better not to know.
3: 94, welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where we hate online gameplay. We'd much rather sit at home and play with ourselves. I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Jim. <laughs> I'm Justin. Uh, and in the hot seat this week is good old Janzy Pants. Hello. Hi, Hello. Jan- Hi, Janzy. How's it going? Good. What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing pretty
2: okay. Doing yeah? pretty okay. This yeah, was, just, uh, just okay? Yeah, just okay. Just okay. Yeah. Well, are, I'm doing good tonight. Are,
3: are you an okay more than a thing? Are you uh? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: you know what? We talked about this earlier. I asked you if this was something to be on the
1: air. You said no. Now it's got to be on the air. I'm lost. What's going on? You're not lost. Why? Well, that you, was you awkward.
4: Meant, you.
3: <laughs> what? You meant, you commented on it on, on Friday. I did. Yeah. What? We were in Brian's backyard. And uh, Janty Pants here made everything super awkward. Oh! <laughs> oh.
1: Okay, no, I'm back on track. Yep.
3: There we go. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. of, nice of you to join us. I'm
2: sorry. I'm guilty, so I can't tell the story. I didn't realize we were bringing things back from last Friday. That was like <laughs> that was like six years ago.
4: So you uh, you recently got married.
2: Yes. I Congratulations. I you on, thank you. Have you
3: not been on since then?
2: No, it's actually been quite the month for me. Since the last time I was on, my church closed, so I lost my job. And then I got married.
3: All right.
4: Nice. Yeah. In so, that order?
2: Yes, in that's, that order, actually.
3: You also got yourself a gong. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. The sex gong. <laughs> what, what, okay. what is, is a fun. sex gong? Huh? What is a sex gong? So, the sex gong <laughs> is uh, It's from. I guess,
3: I guess that's not staying married.
2: <laughs> Oh, so many, so people at church, like, everybody knew about this. It was, it made it very easy to talk about sex around the office. Let's just put it (laughs) that way. And uh, the sex gong is from an old episode of Scrubs where JD and... Turk. Turk, thank you. uh, Essentially, they had these gongs on their nightstand for when they would have sex, they would ring the gong, and then the other one would hear it from afar. So (laughs) my best friend and I wanted to do that. I was the only person who had a gong, though, so it was rather ineffective. So after I got married, I just started sending videos of a gong <laughs> ringing to all my friends,
1: and it is wonderful. We appreciated it. Go so much
3: we did We did. And then
1: well I, I, we actually I talked we got about it on, here yeah we, we got talked it. about it on the show because you you sent it like are you serious yeah well we just mentioned it i don't think we explained what it was yeah but then i i said uh i said did you get the one the next day where it was just like him throwing the mallet at the gong from across the room and you can hear Allie giggling in the background. It was all. I'm so, si- it was I'm all so
3: si- tired. I can't even get up anymore. It was
2: all very erotic. <laughs> very, very erotic. The, the funny thing is, we did that before we went on our honeymoon. And when we came back, she's like, "Why is the gong still on the floor?" I was like, "I was tired." <laughs> oh my god. Oh
1: jeez. So well, besides
3: besides getting married and having sex gongs, how have you gentlemen been?
1: Uh not too bad. How are you doing? Good. What have you been I'm, up to? Uh,
3: I will be leaving the show very soon. Why? I hate to say that. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, retiring from my post on the Buzzkill Podcast. Yeah. I will be uh, signing up and joining the Space Force. Oh, Space oh, Force! Space I will be... <laughs> Force.
4: <laughs> it's very <laughs> important. And in fact, General, get on this right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? Where are you at? Start.
4: I wanted them what? so badly what to pan back. Like that
1: guy's like, <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to get on what? <laughs>
3: here's, my, here's, here's, my, here's my question. What's? I feel as though if you're going to have a Space Force... You need to be in space and have ways to defend space. We can barely get off of our planet with all the technology that we have right
4: now. But, bro, <laughs> we like we are in space. We're just a giant rock flying around.
1: So, <laughs> so, so we're we can rocks. already have Space Force. Uh, of like 6
4: billion people or whatever is on the Earth.
1: It's all a farce anyway. I mean, how are you supposed to get past the dome? It's only 3,000 feet high, yeah. right? So yep. you can't go all the the edge because you'll just fall off. Right. Well, you won't fall off because the ice wall surrounds oh, the other right, edge. So, but yeah, on the she's... other,
3: but on the other side of the ice wall, though, there's it's like a the, whole the turtle, nother...
1: the giant turtle. Yeah, whose back we're living on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are already making flat Earth jokes. I just want to
3: write about that. Uh, actually,
4: maybe because your head's a little flat up there. Uh, I, I'm, not,
3: I'm not gonna lie. I've been having so much fun with with space
2: force, space force, space force, space force. Space force. That's a big truck.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, it is fun. It's fun to joke, isn't it? Oh, uh, it is. So fun. Well, we'll miss you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm, Godspeed on your adventures. I will be,
3: I will be part of the uh, the, the the force headed up. I'll be in uh, Will Smith's platoon, and uh, we're gonna go up there, and we're gonna. You're doing God's work. Yeah. 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 I'm <laughs> gonna hopefully study idea. under General Goldblum. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. General Goldblum.
1: <laughs> Does this mean I can be on the show more? Yes. yes. You, uh, Jancy Pants will officially be my new co-host. <laughs> thank God. You
4: yes. know what? <laughs> <laughs> thank Donald Trump. Thank
1: I, <laughs> he did.
4: He Thanks God. News. Thanks, thanks <laughs>
1: Don. You can't, uh, yeah.
4: Don, it's God backwards, right? <laughs> yeah, right, you like can't dog. spell
1: God without Don. <laughs> thank, <laughs> right. thank,
4: right.
3: thank you, King Trump, and your Majesty.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, I had an interesting saying. morning today. Mm. So, uh, well, an interesting past <laughs> few months. So in my place of, of living, you know, I have some upstairs and next door neighbors, and uh, and they've always been very quiet. We never hear anything. Occasionally, you hear someone, like, run down their stairs out their door, and you're like, whoa, what was that? Oh, yeah, this is an apartment. Yeah, That's how quiet it is, you mm-hmm. know? And so about the past three months, I've been getting woken up at about 5 a.m. every day to the washer machine going off from the upstairs neighbor, right? Sure. Um, Actually, is somebody
3: watching Electric Boogaloo?
4: <laughs> Watch your phone and get some electrical interference there. Oh no! It's me. It's the video game.
3: Not, oh, it's you!
4: Oh, it? oh, 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 it's because I was dumbass. resting right on
1: top of the uh, the cord here. Dumbass! I need to get better insulated cables, my man.
4: <laughs> hey, Megami, man. Those are uh, about th- eighty dollars a cable. I
2: know. it's things the RTS. Come on. <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what so yeah. So, spend?
4: but for the past three months, they've been start- starting their washer machine right above my bedroom at about five o'clock in the morning. And uh, and then at about 5:25, you know, I'll, I'll hear that, and then I'm definitely up at 5:25 when it sounds like he's hammering nails into the wall to hang a picture. What? And he's <laughs> actually he's what I, I took it off. It's above our bathroom. That's the least insulated spot between the two apartments, uh-huh. right? And so what I'm guessing is he's shaving and then going, <coughs> dut, 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 you know, smacking the oh, hair uh, off yeah, the yeah. razor. Yeah. But he's doing it so hard where it sounds like someone's in my bedroom nailing <laughs> into the wall with a hammer. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> there? And the, and there's been times where it sounded like bowling balls going across the floor, like <laughs> you hear that roll and then a, st- a thud. Didn't you say he actually bounced bounced a to uh, this, basketball too? Yeah, this morning I heard balls going boing boing, like the sound <laughs> the sound a basketball makes when you bounce it. Yeah. Like like six or seven distinct times and I'm like, it's it's before six AM. This was probably five thirty, five forty at this point. Uh-huh. And so I've did something that I've always wanted to do. I've thrown a couple ideas around. I said, you know what, when I make my morning smoothies with my uh my uh, a Ninja blender, the heavy-duty one that's super loud. Maybe I'll make it in the bathroom very early in the morning, <laughs> so that way they hear me. And then they're going, "What's going on down there in their bathroom?" But I, I decided that with my spare studio monitors that I have at the apartment, um, that I was like, "What?" Because they, they have a dog and they're not supposed to, and a baby. And I'm like, "So what if I play like are not supposed you're to not have a baby?" No, no, they shouldn't.
1: <laughs> and you're so not, you're, you're not supposed <laughs> to have dogs in your apartment complex. No, it's
4: a dog-free uh, uh, building. Really. Interesting. Um
1: that's discrimination, brother. Yeah.
4: And <laughs> so the, being the the audio nerd that I am, I decided that, you know, I today was the day to finally try this and that I was going to take one of my monitors, put it in the bathroom, turn it up to full blast and play essentially dog frequ, dog whistle frequency, right? <laughs> so above that's that's usually around like 23k to like 30k or something like that. <laughs> and so I went a little bit lower I went at about like 19 and a half so that's 19,000 hertz and the human ear hears up to 20 uh-huh. average person hears up to about 17, 18 and so they can't hear this blasting upstairs I, I can't hear it at that frequency so it's, I'm not feeling harm or nothing at the point but I keep turning it up louder and louder and then the, I hear the dog starting to go crazy right? and then on will
0: sit and then
4: <all> i here <laughs> and then <all> <laughs> and the baby starts crying I shut it off at this point so it wasn't because of the sound the dog started barking and scared the baby and woke the baby up and then the girlfriend's gonna go what the fuck is going on and so everyone's in this panic and they don't know why everybody's going crazy and that's how I got back up. <laughs> that's Aww. amazing. You should that do this every classic. morning now. Nah, just a one-time
1: thing. <laughs> I feel I feel a little bit bad about the baby. Nah, nah, fuck the baby. Three, three <laughs> oh, geez, They're yeah. not allowed to have that thing anyway. <laughs> Whatever. I changed, exactly. my, I changed
4: exactly. my I changed my I changed my mind. Fuck months, that baby. Three months every day of waking up at at five twenty-five of. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, un- unacceptable. All I don't, right. I don't, yeah, I don't need that. Yeah,
1: screw that kid then. So once is okay. That's fine. That is a that's a that is a good revenge too. Yeah, because they don't. It's hear good because it. it's good clean revenge. Yeah, you didn't, is, you, it's didn't diabolical any, you didn't kill you didn't kill anybody. Yeah, it's very <laughs> dastardly. It's just, I just as
4: nice it. as the time I put that poop under the guy's door handle <laughs> on his car. I'll save that story for another time. Classy Tur- move, Tur- classy turn- move. Turns out J Rod is kind of an asshole. To <laughs> 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 so this day, he doesn't know what happened. How he got
2: there.
4: Your story. It kind
2: of reminds me of one of those like memes and like Reddit stories that you see on Facebook where it's like, no way somebody did that, <laughs> but I actually trust you. So,
3: <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, speaking of the um, uh, bad, correcting bad behavior. Let's get into correcting bad shit.
0: Stupid! You're so.
3: So All right, uh, this week's corrections are brought to you by Vito. Uh, Vito oh. called me almost immediately, and he was saying that uh, 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 we're talking about Revenge of Creature, the Creature. Yeah. Uh, revenge I've of the Creature was too. originally in 3D. That's the reason they did the 3D thing, so See, it I, makes sense. I
1: knew the Creature from the Black Lagoon was in 3D. I didn't know that Revenge was. Yeah. I thought I thought only the first one was.
3: Oh, the first one was, too? Actually, I'm yeah. not sure that I knew that.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, Creature from the Black Lagoon was in 3D. And that was kind of at the height of the uh, like the 3D wave in in the 50s. Well, it's weird they did 3D with
3: black and white, which is
1: odd. They did it with black and white, but they did it with the the technology with the um, like the the gray sort of shaded glasses Mm -hmm. that we use today for 3D movies. That's what they used back then. Oh really? Like the polarized glasses, and then so they, why did they and they switch? then they switched to the red and blue for a oh, while, which was stupid because that's
3: because there's more color in it maybe. Inferior. I, I,
1: yeah, I don't know. It's dumb. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I don't Real know. Real
3: dumb. But uh, that's all I had. So. All
1: I see is blue. Um, <laughs> uh, so we were talking about uh, the insomnia, the type of insomnia that uh, that they were talking about in
3: uh the Dead awake. Oh, dead awake. Okay.
1: Uh, it's called fatal familial insomnia. Okay. I've got a little bit of information about it. You want to hear it?
3: Which I don't. I don't refer, what, what
1: did we say <clears throat> it was? Wasn't... It was the guy who was awake for a year. Yeah. And oh, we we're oh, like, yeah, yeah. We we're like, is that real? Like, can that even, can that ac- actually happen?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's pretty interesting, actually. So there's like basically four stages of it. Uh, the per- uh, stage one is the person has increasing insomnia, resulting in panic attacks, paranoia, and phobias. This stage lasts for about four months. Hallucinations are stage two. Hallucinations and panic attacks become noticeable, continuing for about five months. Number three is complete inability to sleep, uh, followed by rapid weight loss. This lasts for about three months. And number four is dementia, during which the patient becomes unresponsive or mute over the course of six months. Uh, the f- that's the final progression of the disease, after which death follows.
3: So is this? So is it, a, is it an actual disease that is
1: causing you not to sleep? It's or? a chromosomal chromosomal. Dis- is that, I can't remember, chromosomal. <laughs> Chromos chromosomal, sorry. There you go. Uh, it's it's a it's a chromosomal, <laughs> chromosomal, <guy>. chromosomal, <laughs> chromosomal <laughs> disease <laughs> disease that uh, there's some like a a, a prion uh, protein strand or something like that that's not produced properly okay. or something. So death usually occurs within thirty six months of onset. It's crazy. It's a it's a hereditary thing.
3: So how many people get this? It sounds like it's gotta be pretty rare.
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't write that down. It was but I, like 1 I out think of 10 or is. something. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> 1 out of 4. So one of us will get it. Um, Sweet. And then I was mentioning the uh, the world record for staying awake. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DJ that I talked about, the shock jock DJ that I talked about, was named Tom Rounds. Uh, he went 11... Eleven like eleven full days without sleep, and then that record was beaten by a man named Randy Gardner, who stayed awake for eleven days and twenty five minutes without aids of aid of stimulants. Without aids. what's
3: the record with aids? <laughs> now, since
1: since then, there actually has been quite a few claims that the record has been beaten. So, well, wouldn't
3: these guys with fatal whatever have had the record?
1: I guess I don't know, I, but but when you're dealing with a horrible disease, I'm guessing you probably don't call up Guinness Book of World Records and be like, "Hey, I've been awake for a year." Why not? He's not doing nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. My last my last correction is I want to move this a little bit. My last correction is uh, so we've been talking about ice cream truck the last couple weeks, and you uh, you we kept making a joke about, first of all, you referred to Megan Friels Johnston as Megan, Megan Friels Johnston, <laughs> and then we kind of ran with that joke, so I decided why don't we just go to the source and ask her, so here we go.
2: Hey Mike, this is Megan Friels Johnston, uh, not Megan Friels Johnston, considering most Megans are Megan. Megan Fox, Megan Markle, uh, Megan Mullally, Megan Trainor. Um anyway... Uh, thanks so much for doing an awesome podcast about the ice cream truck. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to
1: hearing more of your podcasts to come. Thanks. Bye.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How'd you get Megan to do that? that? beautiful saint.
1: <laughs> so I, so I texted, I, I, uh, I sent Megan a, a, a thing. <laughs> I, I followed her on uh, Oop. Was I supposed to unplug that already? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I I uh already off. I followed her on Instagram just through my my personal page, you know, and I, t- I wrote her a message today. I was like, "I can you can you help me mess with Mike a little bit?" And So first of all, a huge thank you to her, Megan.
3: Uh she's my new favorite. I like, was gonna not only say my favorite
1: she's, director, she's my new favorite person. Yeah, she's quickly becoming one of my favorite earthlings and uh, <laughs> And, uh, Space
4: Force. Space Force. So,
1: <laughs> Space Force. So, easily the best of all the Megans. So <laughs> easily. So I want to. So I just want to take the opportunity one last time to say, if you haven't watched Ice Cream Truck yet, go watch it because not only is it an awesome movie, but. Where else do you find people <laughs> like that that are so cool to be so engaged with their their fans? You Absolutely, know? Like, 100%. She, I, like I like I sent her the message. Not really. I didn't know what to expect. And like mm-hmm. five minutes later, she's like, Oh yeah, I can do that. I was like, Fine, that's that's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. yeah, go watch Ice Cream Truck and uh, and follow Megan Friels Johnston on uh, Instagram. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, no, nope, that's it for corrections. All
3: right, that's it. So what are we doing this week, James?
1: So this week uh, we mentioned last week that E3 was going on while we were recording last week or, or had just gotten done? Uh, it or was, was it still going on? It was on? the
3: tail end of E3 week. I mean, all the press conferences, <coughs> they started. This year, they started on fucking Saturday. Yeah. It used to be Monday through, like, Wednesday were the press conferences. And now all the companies just want to be first. So they've been doing it Sunday last year. This year, now they moved into to Saturday starting. So.
1: <coughs> right. So we decided to hold out until we were able to watch all the cool trailers and the coverage and everything. So this week, we are talking about... Uh, the newest kind of the games that would fit into genre, like genre. Yeah, I
3: uh, I went through Fan- I was,
1: fantasy horror. Yeah, uh, I went through sci-fi. all of the
3: press conferences, all the big releases, whatever. There's there's probably some that I missed that were announced outside of press conferences. So right. don't sue me if I didn't talk if we're not talking about something that you wanted to hear about, like anybody is. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I picked out uh, ten games that I thought were uh, probably the best to fit for our show that mm-hmm. were either ho- uh, mostly horror or sci-fi or just even dark and moody on some that just kind of fit the overall vibe of what or we
1: trials. Or, yeah. or trials. Or um, trials. For some Which reason. that's going to
3: be a trial to talk about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jansen, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut um,
1: it. <laughs> shut your, shut your <sighs> dick hole. Yeah. That's, yeah.
3: Um, so, 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 in addition to that, though, because we are a movie podcast, we had to watch a movie.
1: So, we did, uh, so we decided to also watch a, a movie that dealt with... Um, Video games, Vigio games. video games, which we've done in the past. We, we did, did we a, did
3: do a video game episode in the past. Right,
1: <clears throat> but we're doing it again, so just, just deal with it. You might have <laughs> Brian, noticed, shut the fuck shut up. Shut up, Brian. You might have noticed from our, uh, we, we, so mean. We, uh, <laughs> we brought back the eight-bit intro, which <laughs> is lovely. I love that so much. And uh, thanks to the architect yeah, for
0: boy. putting that together,
1: baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we also watched the movie Stay Alive from yeah. two thousand six. Yeah. Yes. Uh, So we're gonna talk about some E3 stuff, and then we're gonna talk about that movie. Or maybe the movie first. Who knows? Maybe the movie first. Who knows? just just flying by the seat of our pants here, guys. We're just doing it, baby. Just doing it. So, uh, (laughs) so Michael. So I I sweet, sweet Michael. I
3: broke my rule because there was literally nothing else that I could have (laughs) done. Not nothing else, but there's nothing else in the store that I was at.
1: So I did something I said I was never going to do. So Mike has this habit of. I'll i watch a really like a movie that I think is really good and I suggest it to Mike, and just based on whatever fucked up principle is going on, like is going on in his head, he won't watch it ever. Like it's like, like I years will we'll go by. <laughs> yeah yeah, it, I was telling you to watch Creep for like two years and then you finally watched it just because we were doing an episode about it. Um. Likewise, when I tell him about a beer that I think would be good for the episode at some point, he will purposely not buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, from New Holland Brewing, I'm very excited to announce that we're finally <laughs> drinking Hoptronics Double India Pale Psych! Ale.
3: I bought a different beer. Damn it!
1: <laughs> he just popped the caps and filled it with Miller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Hop-tronic, Hoptronics Double India Pale Ale. Mm. Uh the, the 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 name of it might not. Really give away why we picked it, but if you look at the label, it's um, Space Invaders. Yeah, it's based off of Space Invaders. It's Space got Force. A, it's got a tiny. Sp- Space Force. It, <laughs> Space Force. It's got a tiny little. Oh yeah, and it fits along with uh, <laughs> the social goings on of today. Man, so. this, this beer trumps all other beers. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, it's got it, it's It's kind of got the uh, Space Invaders layout, but then down at the bottom, it's got a little tiny eight-bit beer bottle uh-huh. shooting. Shooting lasers up at the uh, the you know, bad know guys? What, you know,
3: what it actually looks like an upside down version of beat 'em and eat 'em. You ever heard of that
1: game before? Oh, god, yeah, it does.
3: <laughs> oh, wow,
1: yeah. Have you ever heard of beat 'em and eat 'em? I'm afraid. <laughs> tell, tell jansen about it. When um, I get those.
3: There's, uh, there's a game called beat 'em eat 'em. Uh, the for Atari, I, I don't know if it was 2600 or
1: I think it was 2600. Oh, I think it was 2600. Okay. They
3: had a they had a uh handful of um, companies would make adult video games and so there's this game called beat'em and eat'em and basically It was a uh, it was a side of a building and there's a guy at the bottom of the building And there's a guy or I'm sorry There's a woman at the bottom of the building and a guy at the top of the building and the guy it just has his dick hanging over the side of the building and he's jerking off and he's just dropping like cum, <laughs> s- cum spoons. Jumping loads. over and the Aww. and you control the girl and he's moving back and forth, which had to have rubbed his dick weird, right? Like oh hanging over to the side of a building like that. I think, were,
1: I think it was like a um, like a Peter North situation mm, where it was just so, so big. You're
3: controlling did- the woman on the ground though and you have to catch the cum shots in your mouth.
2: He's looking, oh, He's looking it up. He's looking it This right. isn't going to be. I don't work for the church anymore. They're taking their life back. Oh, there's, dear Lord. There's also another Dude, you're version. You totally read it. It looks just like there's it. Another,
3: <laughs> there's another version of the game that uh, I believe it's like a witch's titty or something like that, and she's squirting milk out of it. Oh, I crap. Something. This is
2: Ellie's account. I'm so sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's let's amazing. log her <laughs> off. You can just, just you can
3: clear that out there of the history. There was um, <laughs> oh. there was an episode. Of <laughs> now you can't log back in because you don't know our password. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's an episode uh, of the angry video game nerd, yeah. an online show or whatever, and he does all these uh, all these adult Atari games. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just ridiculous, like absolutely ridiculous. Well, and there's one that's based on Custer's Last Stand where you basically have to make it from the left side of the screen to the right side just a fucking indian chick next to a cactus. <laughs>
1: like that's the whole point of the game. Like well, and this was cuz this was back when anybody could code games. Yeah, yeah, there was like, no you didn't way have rules. to be affiliated with a company to code your own games for 2600. Yep. So so uh <clears throat> So uh it smells well, good. So what we have here is Hoptronics double IPA. Hoptronics one ups the game with its eye popping bitterness. Mosaic hops give this IPA a dank aroma, bro. Uh, just it it kind of there smells it is. like he, weed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Jay
3: was just saying it smells he, like weed. Yet
1: it finishes smooth and crisp. Does it really have a He thinks it does I don't think that it does, but Oh
3: yeah, dude, totally. Well well hops
4: is actually from what I was hops. told in the past is actually a relative of the marijuana plant, like is a distant really? cousin or something. Well
3: you can brew, I believe, with with uh, cannabis. So that mm-hmm. makes sense, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. That can be a correction for next week. I'm not a, I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a weed head, guys. we'll get, so, we'll get, uh, we'll
1: get. one <laughs> of the famous weed heads to do a video <laughs> correction of you. it might be, uh, it might be legalized coming up here pretty soon. So. Canada legalized it. Yeah,
3: the entire country of Canada is now pot legal,
1: recreational. Just, just smoking doobies, All right, man. Let's, uh... <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. I'll stick with my beer. <laughs>
4: Whoa, I'm so stoned right now. (laughs) It's
2: delicious. Mm, Where do we get glass bottles? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, heard, I went back and checked after. You, I, I don't remember who, but somebody's like, oh, yeah, we've been doing that. So I went back and checked. Are you guys mocking me? Or <laughs> no, is that just a funny no, thing? No, we just think it's funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny.
3: I'm 100% mocking you. No,
2: that's funny.
1: That's my line tonight. That's all I got to say about um, that. Uh, <laughs> just, just in case you're wondering what the pairings for this are, uh charcuterie, a nice charcuterie oh. plate. Stinky cheese, ooh, which I usually hello. put stinky cheese on my charcuterie plates anyway. <laughs> that comes out of my sauce. And, uh, <laughs> and salted caramel. Mm. Mm, yeah, ooh, hello. Oh, nine 9 IBU. Or not IBU,
2: AL, uh, alcohol content. Did I not mumble enough last time for you guys?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> this beer has a 9 IBU. <laughs>
1: that's
4: a new one, it's sticking.
1: <laughs> All right, boys, that's what we're drinking, that's what we're talking about. Let's get until the bleeding feed. <laughs> 14,000
4: Hertz, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Alex. Dogs are going crazy. That 800 range. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, You know my
3: favorite way to start the new segment is... Who died? Yeah, a couple people. All right, so rest in peace to Richard Allen Greenberg. Name probably doesn't sound familiar to you. However, um, he had a legendary career not only in special effects but also in, uh, I guess you would call him the titles or title work. I'm not sure exactly how you would say what he did. Um, he did VFX on uh, Predator, the original Predator. Okay. Which he, uh, I believe he either won or was uh, nominated for an Academy Award for for that. Which is pretty, was pretty he really? fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh. Um, anyway though, he uh, he did a lot of the he designed the logos for a lot of movies. A lot of movies that you Absolutely, one hundred percent would have seen like uh, Alien. He's the one that designed like the logo for Alien. Really, that very spacey, thin-lined you know Alien Mm -hmm. logo. Um, He also did Last Action Hero. Uh, He did, or he might have done VFX for Last Action Hero. I'm not sure. Um, It doesn't say which ones, but um, he also did Altered States, Death Becomes Her, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Independence Day, Welcome to Earth. Yeah, Um, The Matrix. (laughs) Uh, tons of stuff. He also directed a little movie called Little Monsters
1: from oh, 1989. Dude, I love that movie. There you go. With uh Howie Mandel? Yep. And
3: yeah. uh Fred Savage? Absolutely. Um yeah. he also Oh, he also did VFX work in The Devil's Advocate, which is a movie we've done. And also uh he acted like you were the Bomb and Phantoms. <laughs> you were the Bomb Phantoms, yo. So uh, So yeah. Uh guy did a lot of work in different areas. Um did some stuff that's going to be around forever. So
1: absolutely. rest
3: in peace to him. Uh he uh, passed they away. Yeah, he passed away at, um, I don't have his age here, but, um... Old. 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 No, he wasn't. He, um... Oh, he was 71 years old. He was 71 years old. Uh, he died... Doesn't say here. Uh, Oh, about, uh, with appendicitis. Oh. What? Really? Yeah. Ooh.
1: That, so that's that's weird when you hear
3: about well, people after after about with appendicitis. So maybe he had it removed and didn't do something with ESD. I don't know. I, conjecture. Or didn't, or,
1: I mean, like if your appendix actually ruptures, that's yeah. bad news. You know, like you can get you can get so. really bad infections and stuff. So maybe he just didn't realize he had appendicitis and, possible, yeah. and it ruptured.
3: Uh, also this week, this one's a little bit closer to my heart. But um, if you watched wrestling back in the day, mm. I had a wrestling death.
1: I heard about this.
3: Ah. Uh, it's Tom! It's Tom! It's Vader Tom <laughs> I fucking love Vader, man. Vader was amazing. He was one of my favorite guy old uh old guy wrestlers from back in the day. My, um, if you don't if you're not familiar with him, he wore the, the red and uh black spandex with the red leather mask on. He
1: was in the Legion of Doom, was, right? No,
3: no, Wait, no. He no, wasn't?
1: No. Where what was he in? No,
3: he's big big man Vader.
1: Am I th- <laughs> Oh no, there was a Vader in Legion of Doom though. Yes, there was. We no, had this hawk, discussion once. Know,
3: hawk and animal were in Legion of Doom. What the hell? Hawk, animal, and then draws at the very end. Uh, Vader, Vader Vader's is the guy, guy. Vader, yeah, Vader was the guy that was responsible for McFoley losing, getting his ear ripped off of his head during a thing. Um, most one of the craziest, craziest stories ever is uh, Vader was wrestling a match one time, and something happened, and his eye popped out of its socket and was hanging out of his face. And so mid match, he ripped <laughs> his mask off. Popped his eye back into its socket and finished the
1: damn match. (laughs) That's pretty baller.
3: That's those are the guys though back in the day in that business. Pretty eyeballer. They they didn't fuck around. Oh yeah, (laughs) those guys were crazy. Uh, But he died uh, at the age of sixty three from heart failure. Mm. Uh, I guess he had had uh, like open heart surgery uh, back in March or something like that, and he was doing good. And then he had a battle with pneumonia, and eventually he just had heart failure.
4: Mm -hmm. You see uh, that a lot with. uh... Well the people that die from a pneumonia end up having like, you know, some kind of heart disease or, sure. or, or heart attacks or something where oh, it kinda goes kinda hand to... in hand, yeah, you know? Yeah.
3: Um so yeah, anyway, uh Vader, rest in peace, age sixty three. Um, you will be missed. Uh okay. So let's get into some uh, some movie news here. Like it or not.
1: Oh, oh wait, hold on. But... was there one point in time where Vader wore a yeah. Okay. This is what I was thinking of. His... That? Not Legion of Doom, but the elephant mask. The giant uh, uh like the here it looks like a.
3: Oh yeah, he did. That was I. Forget. I don't know why
1: I thought that was Legion of Doom, but that yeah. that mask to me when I was younger It was awesome. Yeah, no, it was, no, so it was cool. super
3: super cool. That that, like that full... was he didn't wear that though. I only know of that from like only, flashbacks. I think he
1: only wore it once.
3: It wasn't in like I used to watch WWF back in the day when I was a kid. So and it definitely wasn't there. So maybe that was like in WCW when he was there or some mm-hmm. other promotion. It's possible. Um, but you're right. I have seen that before. It's A badass but, mask. It's super. It's not even a mask. It's like a. Torso it's like a full, piece. Yeah, it's
1: like a it's Torso like <clears throat> it's like uh like football shoulder pads with a mask attached to it. Yeah. Kind of.
3: Um okay. anyway. So, like it or not, we are getting from Paramount and Platinum Dunes another live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie.
1: hmm Okay.
3: However, <laughs> apparently they are relaunching the franchise again. They're already rebooting it. Just stop. Yeah. God, yeah, I mean maybe, so it's, maybe maybe because I grew up with the originals, but the new ones were just so bad. I watched them because I felt like I had to. I thought the I, just uh, not, I didn't
1: uh, like them at all. I thought the first one was entertaining. I didn't see the second one, but I mean, it was it was just a it was a Michael Bay movie with Ninja Turtles yeah. in it. It and, was
3: and to be honest, it was they're...
1: essentially a Transformers movie with Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. You know, yeah, it was just explosions everywhere and then turtles.
3: Yeah, pretty dumb, right? Anyway, you don't, one of those. you don't
1: need all the explosions. You can just have the turtles. You Pe- can. People like turtles. Yeah. I like turtles. I, I like I, turtles. I, <laughs> like, I like turtles. <laughs>
3: um, so, if you live in uh, LA, this is pretty exciting. Uh, at the Hollywood Horror Fest this year, there's a 30th anniversary of the movie They Live. Uh, now, not unlike how me mean you have gone to see John Carpenter live, mm-hmm. uh, they're doing a performance there by Alan uh, Holworth, who is John Carpenter's longtime collaborator. Did collaborated with him on a lot of those uh, famous themes that we've seen him play live mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, and uh, so uh, John or Alan Holworth, though, uh, following a screening of They Live and a Q and A, they're doing a live concert at the Hollywood Horror Fest this year, uh, playing uh, music from They Live, Halloween, Escape from New York, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so, pretty cool. We can say, based on what we've seen before, uh, if you're in Hollywood and you've not seen these songs performed live, even though it's not John Carpenter, this is like probably just as good. Yeah. So, uh, you should probably go do that. Uh, this is going to be July 27th. So, if you're out that way... Do it. Vito, Do it. Vito, I'm looking at you. Do it, Vito. That guy um, good at
4: painting cars? Or what, John
3: Painter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need a guy. You know a guy? Love
1: it.
3: Um, uh, James, I think you've talked about this movie before. A movie called Witches from 1990.
1: I love Witches. Yeah, right? It's one of my favorite childhood movies.
3: So, remake alert. Uh, witches is getting remade. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I'm okay with it, because it is being produced by Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. And it's being directed by Robert Zemeckis mm. and written by Robert Zemeckis. Nice. So I don't think it's better than that. You know, like that's it's, that's pretty much a dream team from any period. The <laughs> you uh, know?
1: the character makeup in the original was always odd. Aw- like Angelica Houston's mm-hmm. makeup was amazing, <laughs> and I think that Guillermo del Toro will. Do justice to it. Well, he's
3: just producing Big it, time. but he's got. Oh, a, he, no, oh yeah. it's
1: directed by Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Okay. Zemeckis.
3: he's writing it, writing but and still, directing. But still, he's going to
1: have yeah. input, you know. Sure, it's and, fucking Zemeckis. Yeah. Like, it, well, I mean, come on, Del Toro's going to have input though. <laughs> sure.
3: Well, he's going to have to sign off and everything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, he's you know producing it, but he'll let Zemeckis do what he wants. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, very excited about that. Uh, not a whole lot of news this week, guys. It's actually pretty, uh, pretty, pretty low key this week. Um, uh, last week we talked about how Stranger Things was getting two novelizations. Uh, talking about uh, some uh, things in the Stranger Things universe that we haven't been privy to quite yet. Yes. (laughs) And uh, so uh, also news this week, uh, Dark Horse Comics is publishing a Stranger Things comic book series, which is pretty awesome because what it does is it is centered around Will. And if you'll remember from season one of Stranger Things, Will goes to the upside down, and then the story is basically his friends back in the real world trying to find him. And you don't see too much of what happens to Will. You just see them. You just see him in his fort, and then he comes out. Right. This comic series is going to focus entirely on Will and what happened to him while he was in the Upside Down. Oh, cool. So it's going to fill that, that gap, which, is, which I think is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, that'll be fun. Because um, I always thought that they, you don't really don't know. He doesn't really talk about it. So, And it has to be canon, so it's hmm. going gonna, gonna to be cool. Little bit of hot yeah, yeah, especially
1: since sen- cuz you said uh season 3 is not going to really revolve revolve around him no, that no. much. They're taking it right. That what from they Will. said you're right. So. good
3: because poor fucking Will can't <laughs> take anymore. <laughs>
4: they
1: uh <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to
4: like rewatch seasons 1 and 2 or like yeah. you said like, with the book, you reread and stuff sure. like that or um
3: I'll probably revisit them after I read so I want to read the novels and the commentary. Right. So I'll probably it- like do and then I, just, I forget
4: where it left off. Like I, I I remember season one pretty distinctly, but
3: I don't remember much uh, from season two. Uh, season two ended with like the big monster like still in the upside down. Yeah, yeah. but what were you saying, Brian?
2: I, I was gonna. Here's my hot take for this one. Hopefully, Will is less annoying in the books. I just could <laughs> not stand him in season two. I'm just like, oh my gosh, we get it. You were in the upside down. Calm down. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> just heartless. It's a little kid, you <laughs> bastard. Even
3: one thing was a like traumatic experience, <laughs> and you're just like, shut the fuck up, kid.
1: <laughs> you're fine. The heaters are hot. We get it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Giant giant shadow demon crawled through your nose, but just, okay, shut up about it already. <laughs> Dang, kid.
3: Oh, my God. Speaking of kids being annoying, uh, it is now time for Blues with you.
1: Yeah, Blues with you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think it's funny you, you said before we started the show. Every time I hear that, it sounds so stupid, but I just keep doing it because it's funny. God bless you.
3: If it makes you <laughs> laugh, I will keep doing it.
1: All right, here we go. Scream Factory, as you know, uh, released a collector's edition of John Carpenter's The Thing yes. recently. That was uh, last year, I believe. Uh, like, yeah. Scream Factory like, did it, and then, last Arrow,
3: year. and then Arrow also had a And then edit. Arrow
1: also did it. Well, hey. You ready for the triple dip? Ah, oh, triple dipper, triple dipper. Uh, why why would you be interested in triple dipping? Because UK-based HMV is hoping to get some triple dippers by sweetening the deal. Say, say it one more time. Triple dippers. Triple dip. tripping on a whip, wi- <laughs> tripping on a Whipple dip. Uh, they're sweetening the deal with some retro-style VHS packaging. I saw these. It, it reminded me a lot
3: of like the Stranger Things, uh, yep. uh Blu-ray sets that you can yep. get. Very, very cool.
1: I mean, they know their audience, you know, mm-hmm. collectors. They love mm-hmm. They love VHS. They love the old retro-style garbage like yourself.
3: It, I, I can't <laughs> argue with that description.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they're actually putting out 12 titles. Each of the titles will feature a retro sleeve inspired by their original CIC VHS release. The box is imprinted with a VHS cassette design, but with the height of a DVD to ensure it's fit on the shelf. Lame. Yeah. In- inside are copies of the movie on both Blu-ray and DVD, featuring cassette, real disc art. Nice. Uh, they also include a fold-out replica theatrical poster, bubblegum card, and sticker bubblegum card. That's cool. Ooh.
3: Now, is this? does it have all the same features and stuff that the other releases have?
1: The Thing's bonus features include feature commentary with John Carpenter and Kurt Russell, John Carpenter's The Thing, Terror Takes Shape, Outtakes, production, and post-production galleries, and theatrical trailers. So, no. so no, 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 absolutely. So you're basically you're buying this, you're paying for the, for the packaging, packaging, right?
3: Which you know what though, honestly, it's sort of worth it. Like there's very not not that there's few things, but rarely do I import things from overseas mm-hmm. uh, based purely on that. Um, but one of the things I, I have purchased was actually uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. They released the Blu-ray set basically as a laser disc. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was the size of a laser disc, huge packaging. And it's awesome, and I imported that just because it's fucking cool. Yeah, I'll probably do the same for some of these. Guys. There's a couple more titles coming out too, I think, by them, right?
1: Uh, twelve. Yeah, twelve yeah, total. So, yeah, so I i I'll I know probably... E. T. was one of them. Uh, yeah, so they're just cool. You don't their, yeah.
3: we don't get that shit in the states because it doesn't sell.
4: Right. But
1: you gotta buy two of them though, one so you can eat the bubble gum. <laughs> because you gotta <laughs> try, that bubble, gum. You gotta try that bubble He's not And you gotta
4: have one that you buy that stays sealed and put away. He's not wrong.
1: It's fruit, it's fruit Stripes. It's only going to last five seconds anyway. Oh, fucking Fruit Stripes, oh, man. Fruit Stripes gum tastes so good, but you can go through a whole pack in, like, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, if anybody really cares at oh, all, well, The Walking Dead. Yeah. The Walking Dead has season nine coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, season eight. I care. Golf clap. Golf huh? clap anyone? Who cares? Who, I you? Care. Shut up. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh just gotten word that the complete eighth season of the walking dead is headed home on august 21st there you go there you go august 21st chancy pants nice. uh as always fans will have a few options to choose from the type of blu-ray dvd package they want <clears throat> most retailers like amazon and target will sell it with a cover featuring rick daryl and how do you say his name michon michon Michonne. uh <laughs> but if i haven't watched the show I've only watched like half of the first season. It's just
2: funny because you asked me how to say it, I tell you how to say it, and then you still don't say
0: it. Well, you say, we'll get I him to send Michonne, you a video, and you're
2: like, oh, Michonne. oh <laughs> Michonne. He'll send you a video message for next week.
1: Michonne. I'll record sorry. it right now. Uh, Michonne. Uh, but if they purchase at Best Buy, they'll get a unique cover featuring just Rick and Negan battling one-on-one, similar to their final battle in the Season 8 finale. Sounds sexy. No word yet on bonus features, but Greg Nicotero. 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 <laughs> Nicotero. <laughs> Greg Nicotero had recently noted that several scenes cut out of the season eight finale will likely be included in the package.
3: Um, so you said there's a couple different options for buying it. Yeah. Is there an option to not buy it?
1: Uh, yeah, but that's more. Oh, oh it's, it's more. more. It's actually <laughs> more. It's actually more than that. I'll, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. That's totally fine. Uh, last <laughs> thing here, it's um it's regarding the upcoming hereditary blu-ray release now the original cut of hereditary which just hit theaters what two weeks ago yeah uh the original cut of hereditary according to director Ari ari aster was three hours long damn with uh 30 additional scenes that are not present in the final cut um He explained that in the original cut and in the script, the audience was forced to really stew. The breakdown of communication was chronicled in more pummeling detail. Uh, But he also went on to say, nobody wants it to be a three-hour movie, especially the the distributor. The most important thing was pacing and finding that rhythm. The movie tells you what it needs to be. This was the best version of the movie, but uh, the part of you that mourns the missing scenes tells you to announce that it was three hours long. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but, but unfortunately, uh, the upcoming Blu-ray Blu Blu-ray release doesn't seem like it's gonna have the three-hour cut on it. Okay. So. Where's this all? Where's this interview coming from? Um, this the interview was in an AMA session over Reddit. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, that's what, I'm I'm not like big into Reddit, so it's always crazy to me that. Like big, I'm not either. Big, like big directors and stuff will get on there and do these yeah, these Q and A, which is really time, which yeah, is really but... cool. What's oh uh, ask, ask me, me anything, anything? Yep, right yep. on. Yep. Uh, should I just in case anybody doesn't know what Hereditary is? Should I read the uh, if synopsis you don't, here?
3: If you don't know what Hereditary is, stop listening to us
1: because it's only like the most
3: amazing movie ever. Shut up! You haven't seen it. Oh, you're right. We're going yeah. to see <laughs> it.
1: We're going to see it on Sunday. Yeah, we are. Jancy, Jancy Pants has seen it. Yes, and I. Just F- for- shut
3: the fuck up, Brian. Shut up. Give us, give <laughs> us. Well, a, you know
1: what, you know what. I'm give us leaving. A, give us a one sentence. You guys, re- guys are mean. Give us a one <laughs> sentence review <laughs> with no spoilers. Come on. It's better after you wait. It, it, it's better with more thinking. It's better with more things. So it's it's like. That a, was a very confusing way. No, 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 no. Like, no, it totally. That, I, that, I get it. That
2: sentiment
3: is exactly how this podcast started.
1: Yeah. Because me and Mike have a tendency to watch a movie and then, you know, we take it at face value at first and then we'll go and we'll stew for like 48 hours and then we call each other and we're like, what if. What if this? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but what if this? Yeah. And that's how Hereditary this... is going to be that movie yeah. for us. Yeah. So it, I, I think to... that I think that
3: when we do finally see it, if we when we talk about it, that should be the episode. Is the one movie probably, and just deep dive into it.
1: So we're gonna go. We we're gonna go see it on Sunday. I know that you would like to come back and discuss it. So oh, I'd love maybe to. That'd we'll be do great. maybe we'll do an episode on that coming yeah. up here.
3: Yeah. Very cool. So
1: uh, yeah, that's it for Blues! with too. All, all
3: right. Uh, last piece of news here. Uh, Freddie Alvarez has been uh, subject of late. Uh, he put up a Twitter poll or something like that uh, not too long ago. But what should I do, Evil Dead 2 or um, uh, Don't Breathe 2? Overwhelmingly, it was Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is now up to the ante, and he uh, has promised that if Uruguay wins the World Cup, he will make Evil Dead 2 immediately. He will excuse me immediately. He will start production or pre-production on. Eagle Dead Two,
1: which uh, which means he's already started it.
3: That's that's kind of <laughs> how I'm taking it too. That's uh, how I'm taking it.
1: But good news is, is Uruguay still in? Uh, Uruguay is or Uruguay, Uruguay. I think Uruguay. I think you say Uruguay, right? I'm a
3: stupid American, so <laughs> I will say it. However, I damn well play. Uh,
1: cur- currently, currently in the standings, they are at the top with Russia, with six points. Nice. So. Oh, are just, they playing right now? Just got to get past those damn Russians. Mm. Bastards. Yeah,
3: but have you seen those uh, have you seen some of the Russian fans? <clears throat>
0: <laughs> Fine. Fine!
3: <laughs> are they really? Oh my god, the Russian girls there are some Maybe it was like the two girls that the like the rancor article I was reading earlier had pointed out. But yes,
1: <laughs> they, they managed to find the two hot Russian broads there. No, no, I think it's I think it's a universal truth that Russian girls are hot, right? It's Russian chicks, like
3: Czechoslovakian chicks. Chicks from Montreal, which, which for some I reason. I am Czechoslovakian. Can you see the resemblance?
1: You look. You do look like a pretty young girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: All right, uh, that is all we have for the news. Boom! That
1: was the news. Wait um, a second, that came from the wrong mic. What?
2: <laughs> all right, so we, we, we um, gotta start that over. That was <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break
3: here, and uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about some video games,
1: and we're gonna. Excited about it. Plus, You guys want to come over and play some video games? Throughout this, we will see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic macabre, torturous images that defy description. So here we are. <laughs> so alright. We're talking about games today. And the and the big question is, do you game, bro? Do you, do you game, comma, bro? Do you even game bro? Um,
3: I uh, I do game,
1: bro. Yeah.
3: I used to game a lot more.
1: Yeah. You uh, did. I used
3: to actually I used to actually run uh, co-run a video game website. Mike was famous. It was not famous, but I will say this. He was um, famous. My buddy, my <laughs> buddy Dave and I, who was actually supposed to be in the hot seat tonight. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Mm. Um, he was supposed to be in the hot seat. Here, but he, I'll, I'll he, say
1: something nice. We're glad the Jancy Pants is here. Oh, shut up! <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, we started. We started a website called uh, Cobrain on Games, uh, and I say website, but it was social media based because uh, neither one of us had really ever seen people using Instagram as uh, and Twitter, I guess, for the most part. But mm-hmm. like mostly Instagram um, as a form of like short review right. type things. And content, we had never really seen that done before, and we spent almost uh, almost two years or so building building this brand. Uh, And we had daily posts or whatever. we 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 put tons of content. You guys were
1: killing it for a while,
3: and uh, yeah, and like we we were we were all the like pretty much all the company. Dave was more the business side. I did all the graphic design, all the all that kind of stuff. We both reviewed stuff, so it was a good thing we had going for a while. And um, it was funny because at the tail end of when we st- at, at, when we end, at the tail end of what we were doing, uh, and after suddenly there was a lot of bigger companies doing what we were doing, and almost like literally doing the exact same ideas. Like we had the thing called Throwdown Thursday, where we would take two characters from video games match the fight who would win you know like that kind of thing and get people to
1: respond on instagram like like i I
3: believe it was like ign started doing it like these big sites started doing it and i'm not i'm not taking credit for it. it it was a bit ironic though that this stuff started happening Right after we started doing it, or, well, not, or not even right after, like a year or so after we started doing it. Well, you guys, and even, we did a lot of stuff. Like you guys
1: that. even had a look, like a particular look. You were almost kind of bringing back the look of old, like uh, Game Informer.
3: That, that was. I, I will give Dave credit on that. The aesthetic of it was a lot of him. Like we, and, and both of us really, though. We well, you designed time. it all. It was yeah. kind of like his ideas. We, we, and we both you, we both yeah, put yeah. the ideas together. Though like, I'm not going to take credit for all my, that. My point but is that, Game, that Pro, sa- Game Pro Game Pro, Pro was, was yeah. the big one.
1: My my point is that same kind. Kind of uh, like throwback retro Aesthetic. look started yep. to come to those companies as well, yeah, right? I and like
0: I'm, listen, not, I'm not taking I'm not, credit
1: for anything, but maybe I, I, you're totally I, taking credit. I, what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is
2: that
3: we both kind of looked at it and we go, "It's a bit ironic." It is. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, I, I, we were small peas in the in the in a, in a sea of people doing stuff. But we we did well enough. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> I,
1: you just mixed <laughs> <those> two analogies. <laughs> we were we were two very small peas floating in the ocean.
3: <laughs> you got you understood what I'm saying though. No, like, we, we we were small potatoes. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like we. <laughs>
1: We were just two small potatoes in in this big old slaughterhouse. (laughs) A couple of those little uh, baby corns.
3: (laughs) I I hate you guys so much. No, it was was interesting to see, though, a lot of other places doing what we were doing after we did it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And in fairness, if we could come up with it, probably anybody could, let's be honest. But...
1: Let's just be fair. You guys came up with it, and people started copying up. Uh, of well,
3: whatever. So Dave was Dave was I'm going to say be here. I
1: wasn't involved with that, except for I did write a couple of your reviews.:
3: Ah, uh, one, literally one, two. Like, two, two. Two.
1: Um, uh, I cuz cuz I got away with the words you do you do <laughs> so
3: dave though actually still does video game journalism You're right, right. he he's wrote for uh for Nintendo Life he was an editor at Pure Xbox when that was around he's mm-hmm. done stuff for sifted he's done stuff for a whole bunch of other companies so he's like he's very much still in the game he has his own thing I'll I'll give him a plug no, I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, no, if you want to find him, you look by Holtrasaur on uh, on, yeah. on uh, YouTube. He, you can find his shit. Uh,
1: he, so and he's, he's a, still very he's much actually really good at uh, reviewing games too. Yeah, he's been doing it for yeah. a long
3: time. So he's he's still in the game. I got out of the game though. Uh, it was it got to be too much for me, uh, quite frankly. The, game the, the was,
1: workload was the game was too hard. Yeah, Mike just couldn't take it.
3: shocked out. Anyway, all that to literally <laughs> say yes, I used to be a huge gamer. I have since left that behind, but I still do game. Not I left don't...
1: not left behind. You still yeah.
3: Well I used to Just play not... I used to play and beat like a dozen or so games like a month. Right. I don't I I'm lucky if I play through two or three a year at this point. Right. I you know what I'm saying like it's very I still have to keep up on everything. But though. you're
1: also playing through two or three games a year that require like 40 plus hours I, of
3: i put 185 hours into uh, zelda breath of the wild yeah i put probably nice. almost close to 200 hours into the witcher
1: yeah so this is, an... is a
3: amazing i'm game. playing for so the witcher not, right now so it's not nothing three?
1: I, I, yeah three. I, I, I decided three? to revisit it yeah it's so good so uh anyway we're talking yeah. about the movie first so <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay alive from 2006 <laughs> what we have here For a group of teens, the answer to the mysterious death of their old friend lies within the world of an online video game based on the true story of an ancient noblewoman known as the Blood Countess.
3: It's almost slightly confusing. Why? Because It would be way easier to say a bunch of people play a game and they die in real life the way they die in the game. Yeah. That's pretty much it's
1: kind it. of kind of like what we were talking about last week where if you die in a dream, you die in real yeah. life. If you die in the game, you die in sequence, real life. They wanted to sequence. trick people into thinking it was deep. <laughs> <laughs> kind
3: of, yeah. Um, so this movie was directed by William Brent Bell. Uh, if that name sounds familiar to you, he has done a lot more notable stuff. Uh, he did a movie called The Devil Inside. He was the director of that.
1: Gee, I haven't seen that yet. Uh,
3: he also directed a movie called The Boy which was about the girl oh. that gets hired to babysit for like the creepy doll in the house. Yeah.
2: Also an awful
3: movie. Yep. Was
1: it really? Was
2: it? Oh, I hated it. I it killed it. my Xbox. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay, Did so... your
1: Xbox red ring after so, you watched
2: it? So here... <laughs> close. Actually, the, the funny thing about the boy, my dad was in town visiting. So uh, he was in town for about a week. And what we ended up doing is I rented, I went to the Redbox, I got the boy, and uh, it just sat there for he literally. The, he got the
3: boyfriend and his dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's dirty. But I, uh, I got it on Redbox and it literally sat there for five days. Uh-huh. And it, the fees just start, started racking up and it was insane. So I was like, okay, I need to take it back and maybe in a few days we'll rent it again. Pay Wait. that one more dollar because we didn't have time that day. So I rented it from a from a family video, went and put it in my Xbox, and the disk drive died. Just completely died. It was it, haunted.
3: Yeah. The boy
2: infected your Xbox. Yeah. So like I'm sitting there like crap, now I and gotta buy you. a new
3: What'd you say? I said uh, and you <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I had to go out, buy a new Xbox, I rented it again. At this point I've spent $330 trying to watch this movie and it just blew. It was awful. I sat there and my I looked at my dad as like, Dad, this was not worth the trouble. And he's like yeah.
3: <laughs> so, moral of the story is the boy blue and Brian's Xbox got infected.
1: Little, oh, yes. little boy, little boy <laughs> blue. Uh, he also directed Where, which is I've I've been wanting to watch that movie. It's a it's a found footage werewolf movie. Oh, very cool. Which All looks right. really cool. The dude who they got to play the werewolf is just gigantic. Well, I Was will it say will
0: this.
3: So his filmography seems to be touch and go. I will say this about Stan life uh it is a mid 2000s horror movie mm-hmm. uh we've spoken on the show in the past about how those movies they're kind of guilty pleasures for us because they're they just are what they are mm-hmm. like there was a period of time in horror in the early early to mid 2000s that like it was just like there's like polishing a turd and then there's making a diamond out of a turd <laughs> and that's pretty much what horror was in the mid 2000s like, they took you, that turd; you- it was still a turd but it was like the nicest turd. But you, you,
1: can... you compress it <laughs> so hard that a little brown diamond pops yeah. of the ass. That's yeah, yeah, how they make yeah. like chocolate diamonds. It just, everything,
3: <laughs> everything in these movies is so polished and so... Clean looking and so overly lit and like just everything like the Man, atmosphere the, is so overblown. All these movies and the
1: dialogues usually. I don't <laughs> know. Frankie Frankie
3: Muniz is a natural. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, he was actually not bad in this movie. Like yeah. it was it was. You know, I mean, I know. and just,
3: on a scale of one to Frankie Muniz, he was like. Point five.
1: <laughs> so was this before or after he forgot he was in Malcolm in the Middle? <laughs> this, this was uh, well after he but was. Before
3: uh, he was a drummer, apparently. Is he a drummer? Yeah, I've, I've seen his band. He's actually a really good drummer. Is he really? Yeah, he played with the Crowfoot. Oh, not him his band. Nice. I forget, the, I forget what the name of the band is, but
1: he's not in that pizza that no. pizza band with Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. He'd be amazing. He be. But no, you should like a bunch of child actors should get together and form a band because you have you know you got like Rilo Kylie... You've got the whatever the hell um uh Macaulay Culkin is in. Yep. And you've got Frankie Munez. Get those three together. There's gotta be a couple other people who are child actors who you could throw in a band. See what, I mean, I see, mean, what see what pops out the other end. Brown diamond. <laughs> <laughs> So
3: you, have John, so you have John Foster who plays Hitch, uh probably the main uh, the main character. John Foster,
1: the the brother of Ben Foster. Uh yes. Ben Foster right. was actually originally offered, Ben Foster, Ben Foster was actually I I really like him. He's a he's a good actor. Um, uh, he was originally offered the role of and He Hush. gave it to his brother. He gave it to his brother yeah. cuz he thought it was more well suited for him. Uh Samar Armstrong. Samar, Samar, Samar. Mm. <clears throat>
0: Fine,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who plays Abigail?
3: Uh, Frankie Muniz, like we said, plays Swink. Fine. What, a, what a name, Swink. Who's <laughs> <laughs> and Malcolm? Um, <laughs> uh Sophia Bush. Dude, <laughs> Sophia Bush, who plays October? Well, I don't know why anybody would name their kid October. I don't know, man. But, but um,
1: she—why does she always sound like she just woke up? It's so cute. <laughs> 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 She's. She is also very fine.
3: fine.
1: I like Sophia Bush a lot, not just because she's super cute, but also because she's, she's good a good actress. Yeah, she is good. Does Aaron uh, listen Milo to the Ventimig- show? Milo Ventimiglia. Milo Ventimiglia, like, yeah. a, like a very, like it took, Early. Me, I it didn't took me a him. minute. It took me a minute to realize. It. I was like, who the hell is that? He looks so familiar. His
3: name Loomis Crowley. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. <laughs> Mr. Crowley, Doctor Loomis.
1: <laughs> All right, so so uh, okay. also Jimmy Simpson plays that, Phineas, which he's. Uh, I know him best from uh, It's Always Sunny. Oh, because because him and his brother in uh, It's Always Sunny, they're two of the most infuriating characters in the world because they are, in fact, milk sippers. <laughs> like when they go to a bar, they'll ask for a glass of milk. And then they'll sip it. And it makes me want to gouge my eyeballs out. <laughs> people, milk is not made for sipping, it's made for chugging. Don't sip so milk, it's disgusting. What is wrong with people? I,
3: I, I feel like you should add something to this.
4: Uh, yeah, there was a Facebook post earlier today of someone that had, like, uh, was eating something random, like pickles or something like that. And no, they... it was chips chips and he was drinking you're talking about adam right yeah, yeah. And he was drinking milk with it and they thought it was weird he was
1: sipping milk well he actually st- he started a, a twitter um poll to find out if it's weird that he was drinking milk with with uh with chips mm-hmm. which and then i asked him on twitter i actually followed him specifically to ask it's very important were you sipping the milk or were you chugging it because if you're sipping it then you're a weirdo if you were eating a bunch of chips and then chugging a glass of milk that's fine milk is made for chugging Damn
4: it! This Look
1: at that 1980s phone. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> on <your> damn, iPad. <laughs> it's my damn Zach Morris phone. What is your phone? Way too everything? All right,
3: so so stay alive. I I thought this movie was, it, it was a, what it was. Like I, I don't know. Like it it wasn't bad. I I, I enjoyed it for entertainment's sake. Mm-hmm. It was not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> um, you know, but it was one of those things where it, it took a really ridiculous premise. And it did the I think the best that it probably could have been. Um, I appreciated the uh, the visual effects in the movie. Because they looked really shitty. They looked, they looked exactly the way that PS2 type horror video games looked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I actually appreciated it. It's the only time the <laughs> sketchy ring type girl moving across like the floor the, or the walking, jerky, the
1: jerky movements. It's the
3: only mm-hmm. time that it works because that's exactly what you see in like PS2 era video games.
1: Or, or like, which is when this was, or made. if you're getting like lag or something like that on a because yep. this is a an online online game like a multiplayer yeah online game
3: it's it's it, it works it's the yeah. only time that, that type of character i think works is this type of movie and i i can't fault it for it
0: um
3: you also have a lot of the uh the same sound effects instead of doing fully like you would normally do in a horror movie where like you know you are not maybe not fully but the sound effects that you would normally use for horror movies they used the type of sound effects that you would actually hear in a video game. Mm-hmm. So, like, when, like, the guy's sitting in his room and a door creaks, it's that really over overdone... Yeah. <laughs> that you hear from, like, a video game. Uh-huh. Like, done, but for the real-life stuff. Like, I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Well, I thought it was cool, too. Like, every time uh, one of the baddies would be around, you would hear uh, almost, like, a vibrating sound, which, yeah. was, which was kind of, like, the sound of an old yes. PS2... The uh, rumble. Like the yeah. rumble. Yeah, the and rumbling the in a PS two yeah, controller. We had that queued which up. is pretty cool. That would have been cool. <laughs> there you go, right that, there. That that was mean. it?
2: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> we did have it queued up. But it was like this it was like this omnipresent thing. Yeah. Like it, it came from somewhere out in the ether. They just heard this rumbling sound, which <laughs> I thought was I thought was kinda cool. They did a cool like a good job of sort of mixing the, the game with the with real life later in the movie.
3: I think the concept of it was actually kinda cool. Like yeah they could probably redo this a movie with the same they not remake this movie but do another movie with this style I feel like it could actually work if it was in the right hands mm-hmm. it, 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 it's not a bad concept
2: yeah they, I, they had a big missed opportunity that I think would have added like a new layer of depth to it what? and this is actually where my where my uh theory comes from because like the movie takes place in New Orleans and uh Nollins. Nola. <laughs> and uh, You're
1: you're wearing a Nola hat right now
2: and you yeah. said New Orleans. Nor <laughs> new Orleans. It's, it's New Orleans. But uh it, it took place, place in Nola. N- 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 now I'm self conscious. You, n- you gotta say you gotta say
1: There you go.
2: <laughs> so it took place there and uh voodoo is a huge thing there Mm -hmm. like that's where voodoo was created like between there there and haiti like the creole like culture and all that so i'm sitting there just like oh my gosh it's in new orleans and there's gonna be this huge voodoo subplot it's gonna be awesome but there wasn't so i'm just gonna say this is my theory and how the whole video game thing works because it's it's a cool but still absurd concept like, uh, the video game makers, uh, developers were engaged in voodoo. So what they did is they would infuse it with voodoo magic. So like your video game character, you notice how they all kind of look similar. Like, uh, Frankie Muniz's yeah. stupid little visor was on his character. <laughs>
3: his poker visor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like they're little voodoo dolls. So... Th- they die in the video game, it's like a voodoo doll sort of thing. That's actually a really good point.
0: Mm. And
2: then nothing about voodoo. Why put it in New Orleans if you're not going to have anything about voodoo, it's especially a missed when opportunity. it's easy? Right? Yeah, that would be such an easy thing to throw in there and add some depth and add some like, oh, that that's interesting. Well, you're absolutely right.
1: I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go, go, go. You're absolutely right because I, I, they find out where the game was created and it was created at this you know they followed they followed the lead to this address and it turns out to be the plantation that is actually featured in the game but they get there and nobody is actually there so it's yep. so it's like the game just kind of manifested out of nowhere mm-hmm. i think if they would have actually taken that route yep. and and kind of done the voodoo thing it would have made a lot more sense yeah. cuz i was like i was like they followed this lead and nothing came of it yeah, they it's found like the they're... place that they needed to find, but, like, who made the game? Like, why does it exist? Yeah,
3: the, the writing in this movie was <clears throat> extremely inconsistent. Um, like, there's a lot of missed opportunities outside of what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a- as the story goes, uh, Hutch is, like I said, he's the main character. And one by one, basically, all of his friends, including his girlfriend, October, they all just start dying off, like, one by one through the game. Mm-hmm. And that's that's basically the movie, is, is they're dying off one by one.
1: That's not his girlfriend. Have october yeah sure she was i mean he's making out with samir armstrong's character by uh, the end of-
3: well that's part of one of my things what it did no very <laughs> he was dude very much so october i don't think it well, was his girlfriend
1: but he didn't it when they got together for the funeral it seemed like they hadn't seen each other in a long time so maybe I, well, maybe once upon a time they were something you know
3: uh, yeah i, I Okay, I, I took it as they were. No,
1: they did. They did definitely seem to have some sort of connection. But so
3: were they more than just a thing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Did anybody actually tell the story on there?
3: <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, that's fine. No, okay. So I. That's how I took it, at least. Because their their dichotomy was definitely there was something there.
1: Di- yeah. Harm- they,
3: because yeah. even when because even when Abigail comes over, Abigail is the girl that randomly shows up at the first person's funeral mm-hmm. uh, using a camera from like uh, 1760, um, well, which is you- from *Fatal Frame*. I knew yeah. that right off the bat. They actually say they actually say in the movie that there's something was like this is the scariest thing since *Fatal Frame*, and it's ironic because I never. Played a lot of the original Fatal Frame. Reason being, I rented it for like Nintendo 64 or whatever the fuck it was on, mm-hmm. uh or maybe PlayStation One. I think it was PlayStation. It might have been PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I I rented that game from Blockbuster, and it scared the fucking
2: <laughs> piss out of me. <laughs>
3: like I'm not kidding you. Yeah, that man. game, you you're literally you're only armed with the camera, and you're walking around like this like mansion it's, like. And photos like you're taking like photos of things around or whatever and like the ghosts like I played that at like one o'clock in the morning when I was like fourteen fifteen years old whatever it was and that game scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Legitimately, I had nightmares about that game. I can't. I don't think there's any other game that's ever done that to me. So when they said scariest game since Fatal Frame, I could totally relate to that.
1: Same here. I put. I didn't. I didn't actually play it. I watched my cousin play through yeah, some of it, it was because, a because my cousin game. was a big gamer and he he played through some of it. And he lived out in the country. Like it was at night, it was just pitch black. Mm-hmm. And we're just in his room, and I'm watching him play this game. And I was like, "This shit is scaring me." It's it's <laughs> stuff like
3: that in the in the script too that makes me think that like whoever it was that that wrote the script was very knowledgeable about video yeah. games. Because there was little things that they did that like they're like little Easter eggs that you would not get. Like that camera, yeah. you wouldn't know what that was from. You would think that she's just a fucking weirdo that takes pictures with probably film that can give you cancer nowadays like yeah th-
2: <laughs> you
3: wouldn't notice that kind of stuff yeah
2: it that that's actually one of the things that i really appreciated about because like the fact that he's like oh i'm missing my g4 tech tv thing which yeah, i yep. i watched religiously back in the day and yep. then there the uh the guy at the video game store was wearing a woot shirt like are you guys familiar with the website no, Woot? no huh? oh th- 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 i saw that i was like oh my gosh somebody <laughs> actually popular thing back in the day uh, yeah, and even still, like it's basically a website that sells one thing per day. Okay, and they used to sell a website. Uh, a shirt for their website every now and then and I just watched that I was like, okay, somebody who made this is somebody who actually is part of video game culture mm-hmm. and the fact that he's throwing women that look like this in as main characters, he desperately wants it to be cool.
3: <laughs> there's there's other stuff too though where it's like he uh, in the beginning or whatever he walks around his house using just a lighter as a light. Which mm-hmm. is what you do in a lot of video games. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like that. Like I was like it's these, very kind of a the game
1: Silent Hill Sort of. Yeah, or
3: whoever wrote the movie though clearly has played these kind of games. Right. Like mm-hmm. even though it wasn't a great script, there's things in it though that were. You only really get that if you've done this, or yeah. at least you've done your homework really, really well. Yeah. Um. And so I, I really actually, uh, appreciated that. Um. When it <laughs> comes to though, um, we we're talking about Abigail and, uh, and. October, October, October. So Abigail comes around after the first person's funeral, and she just randomly inserts herself into the group. And I'm thinking to myself, she's got to be something. The way that she's doing, like she, she, she's got something to do with this game. Is, is exactly what yeah, I thought. That's
1: what I thought too. I and, thought she was going to end up being a when, villain of some when kind. When talked
3: about missed opportunities, and they almost actually set up her character for that mm-hmm. a couple times.
1: And especially when, right and toward the end, when
3: you talk about missed opportunities, her climax is literally. I'm homeless, I live in my van, I'm sorry I didn't tell you. Move on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's funny, because that's how most my wife's climaxes are,
3: too. (laughs) (laughs) That was it, though. Like, like literally, that was her character arc. Like, what the fuck? They could have totally used her character to be, like, something in the game. She could have been, like, the Spirit of Bathory or a Descendant or something. right. yeah. Are you kidding me? Like that's all. They, there was nothing to it. Why was it important? Like, oh yeah, hey, you know this van we're driving around. Well, this is my home. <laughs> and nobody. Uh... And
1: nobody even knew her. Yeah. No one knew her. And then like, suddenly she's like, a part she, of the group. Cause, yeah, because she came to the funeral. Nobody knew her there. She, she, they had uh, Hutch had to introduce her to everybody when they first showed up to play the game together. Yeah. So like, why? Yeah. Make her. A, yeah. Ma- it, like, it, uh, make a twist where she's a villain or something.
3: Yeah. It made no sense. Um, another thing that really drove me crazy, and this is small, um, but it really drove me crazy. There's a part where uh, uh, one of the characters, I think it's, I think it's Hutch actually, he goes downstairs and gets food out of his refrigerator mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Whose fucking refrigerator doesn't have a light in it? Oh, no, no, that was,
1: uh, that was Milo Ventimiglia's... Fine, Milo, uh, whatever. Yeah. Whose
3: refrigerator doesn't have a light in it? Well, because... <laughs> it at, really bothered me.
1: Because at that point, the game had mixed with real life. Because he had already played the game. He died, yeah. in, he died in the game, so now yeah. Elizabeth oh, okay. Bathory... Right, fine,
3: fine, fine,
1: Elizabeth fine. Bathory has kind of taken over reality. Fine. And. fine. That that opening sequence actually I thought was pretty creepy. That was pretty good. Um, because mm-hmm. he did you
3: notice did you notice that right after he watches the video for the very first time, and then it goes out from the screen and it shows his face first mm-hmm. time you see him. Yeah, right to the left hands or his over his right shoulder, ba- uh, Elizabeth ba- Elizabeth Bathory's face is right there, very mm-hmm. subtly. Is and it then, really? And then it just yep. dissipates. And then it just dissipates. I love. Yeah. That. I didn't notice. Yeah, they did never actually go.
1: focus in on it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was so good. I love shit like that. That's so cool. Um, So yeah. No, I didn't notice that. That's awesome.
3: Yeah. I also just just to wrap up my 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 Hutch October Abigail love triangle thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So October dies, Mm -hmm. and at least I'm taking it. They were an item. At least at least more than just friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Literally like. Hours after she dies, he's fucking making out with the other chick.
2: What a dick.
3: <laughs> what a douchebag. Well, it's
2: like a it's like a video game. Wait, wait. So, um, never mind. We already discussed this. I'm remembering now. I was going to ask why you thought that him and October
1: were oh, a thing. But they did, we, we talked yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. They, did, they did seem to have a little bit of something there. But I guess I, I just kind of assumed that they were close friends from when they were younger or something. I don't know. She seemed more into her brother to me.
3: <laughs> he has <laughs> she, seen her vagina. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> he de- he definitely has. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he definitely has.
2: <laughs> I got a question for you guys. I think I noticed a little bit of a continuity error. Maybe it's just something I missed, but uh, there was a point where Phineas, uh, Jimmy Simpson's character, wasn't there while they're like when they were initially talking about how the game may be the reason why they're dying. He wasn't there during that part. At least that's what I remembered. And then later when it. Uh, they're trying to get a hold of him like when he's on the road suddenly he is thinking in the same mindset as them
1: is yeah th- that felt well, like a continuity uh, error they to had me. they had discussed it in front of him he just yeah. never bought into he it never, he was yeah, there he I, think, I think it was just like okay. okay. once he got, just missed once he got out That's... there once he got out there and weird shit started to happen he started to kind of believe that, it. That horses seems, don't exist
3: why do i hear name that scene <laughs> that scene cracked me up so he's driving down the car driving down the road in a sports car with the worst like like Crappy dashboard they could have made for a fake sports car <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'm just saying it was awful. So he's driving down the street, dri- driving down. He pulls his car over. It gets run over by a horse and carriage. Don't fucking ask. Just watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then his friends though, are going to try to find him. And they're like, "I think this is where at. Keep an eye out." They literally cut from going keep an eye out to showing out the front the front window. His car is like thirty feet in front of them. Like <laughs> you didn't notice his keep, car keep an directly eye out. in front of you with a guy <laughs> lying in the middle oh, of the road. There's, there's, there's this
1: bright red sports car right there. <laughs> I I actually love There was a before he died. I loved. Um, he's out there and he's frantic because this weird shit's starting to happen to yep. him, and he's like, "Oh god, like what's going on?" And he gets on the phone with him, and he's like. First of all, he says my car is stuck, which it's not. It's no. just on the shoulder of the road. Yep. He didn't even hit the tree that it like he swerved <laughs> toward. But uh, it <laughs> just turned off. But he uh, <laughs> he he's 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 on the phone with them and he's like frantic and then uh, uh, Samir Armstrong, what was her name? Uh, Abigail. Told, yeah. Abigail yeah. says something yeah. in the background. He goes and he's like he's still frantic. He goes, "Was that Abigail?" And they go, "Yeah." And he goes, he just stops and just goes. Hey, what's up, mama? It hey, up. Yeah, I did, love, I did love that. Like, even strikes a pose, like, hey, this, what's up, mama? This
3: movie was filled with, like, little parts that I loved and I hated. Yeah. But like, there's another part where, um, I think, Hutch is in his kitchen, and he's washing red Solo cups. Who
2: the fuck yes. washes
3: <laughs> red Solo cups? That was
2: so good.
1: Co- college kids, dude.
3: <laughs> and then at I, no, college, I, have, and then, I have
1: washed red Solo cups before. And then at, before, the, the, it. Yeah, and then at college, the very man. end, yeah, you have to.
3: at the very end of the movie... They're in basically the equivalent of a GameStop. And he goes to pop in the new copy of Stay Alive. Mm -hmm. Were there ever top-loader PS2s made? Yes. There were. So that one they showed was real. Oh yeah, I didn't even think Fuck about that. Fuck me, then. I'd never seen that. I go, what kind of <laughs> janky PS2 are they having this fucking movie? Yeah, like, that was
2: like, uh, you know how they they released like the slim versions of yeah, the consoles. Yeah, no, those was were like, top loaders. Yes, the slim version uh, of
3: the PS2 was a top I loader. Know that. Oh, okay. okay, okay, that 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 renders my point useless then. I know I've never seen it before. I'm it like, was, it were was they, still
1: a good point, Mike. Were they
3: changing it like to avoid like copyright something? Yeah. Like, I was very confused. I uh. thought
2: you were in video game journalism, man.
1: No, <laughs> no. I was
3: I was I well I mean fuck off. He was, um, uh, he,
1: he, he, was he was just in it for the betas. And the babes.
3: <laughs> and the babes. No, the babe, no, no, yeah. no, no babes.
1: Babe, but, yeah. The babes in yeah. the games maybe. No Octobers in real life. <laughs>
3: No, Abigail's in real life either. No. Okay, so no. sidebar: no one on air is gonna know what I'm talking about. Okay, but am I the only one that thought that Abigail looked like a cross between Jennifer Tilly and Ryan Bolsler's sister?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people will know who Jennifer Tilly is, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah I totally. But yeah, I a get friend that.
3: of a friend of ours. The like, yeah. if
1: Jennifer Tilly was like 20 years younger and and a little bit uh, like like uh, uh, what the hell do you call that? bohemian
3: yeah 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 <laughs> well they, they they just look like similar to and and just, yeah that's,
1: yeah yeah so you're saying that very uh, similar yeah okay
3: um okay so uh, uh is there much else to say about it <laughs> no not really
1: no all right scale... uh, other other than when that <laughs> when the one detective when they when the the detectives like caught up to them uh, after um after uh phineas had died and they're like it's the game the game is killing people and the one detective's like let me see this game. And he logs in, and he's literally dead within five seconds. <laughs> I'm like, you suck. You suck at this game. I've got a great little note that says, "Charlie the cop has
2: no chill."
3: <laughs> Amazing. All right. On a scale of one to twenty dollars, how much you'd pay for this movie?
1: One to twenty dollars. I would. Uh, I might pay like. I might pay like seven dollars for this. Okay. I would say I would Netflix it.
3: Oh! Oh! Wow! Yeah,
1: like
2: it's that's so. i paid like seven money ten
3: bucks a month. So,
2: yeah, I've paid money already. Like it, it. was. I've been very harsh on it. So if you, I did
1: enjoy it in so, the way that you guys. So just, if you prorate the ten ninety nine a month, <laughs> what, what is it? Is that's like a. It's like maybe 76 cents yeah. that you would pay I, for this I, movie. Yeah, I would, sure. I would yeah. pay
3: about five bucks for it. Yeah. Like in a bargain yeah. bin. This is a good bargain. If I saw it, I would absolutely yeah. spend the five bucks Well, well did you
2: already like, because this one's not available on Well, no, I spend,
3: uh Because I'm part of T-Mobile Tuesdays, yeah, I got baby. all oh. SD rentals for two bucks. <laughs> <month>. so, uh, <laughs> two bucks is what I spent on it.
1: <laughs> no, I actually, I, like I had fun watching it. Yeah, it, it but, was um, fun.
3: It's a fun romp and video game like world. Got, like, it's whatever.
1: I had a bowl of Cheerios and a beer and I was, I was having a good time, and dude. I ate
2: Cheerios
3: while eating it in a beard too. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> you also had a beard.
1: Oh, I also oh. had a beard. Yeah. So
3: Cheerios, a beer and a beard—that's mm-hmm. all you need. That's well, all you need film. to watch this yes. movie. Um, um, all right, that is. Uh, that's, that's
1: Stay Alive. We're gonna get into some E3 stuff now, so let's do it.
3: Uh, before we do though, James, before we hop into the E3 stuff, can you give me Hoptronics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Look yeah,
1: that boy. No way.
3: I haven't. I haven't skipped a beat. Boom. Boom. Uh,
1: that's not, know, a, that's not nope, a twist, home. Oh, nope, homie. not a
3: twisty. <laughs> or, or, or rip the skin off my hands. Okay, so E3 is practically a holiday around my parts. Uh, for the last uh, five years or so, I've taken off the, like, four days of press conferences from work. and It's been a tradition to stay at home, watch the press conferences, have, like, a laptop in front of me with, like, commentary. My TV had, like, the conferences, and when that wasn't on, it was just gaming for, like, four days straight. Mm-hmm. It was the greatest as ever. Um, Didn't do it this year, because they moved a lot of the conferences to the weekend.
2: Dude, me too. So there
3: wasn't a whole lot of point in taking time off work. So uh, this is the first year that I uh, had to watch stuff, catch up on it, if you will, after work. Yeah. But um, it was a good E3. Not a lot, not as much stuff that I wanted to see, especially from you looking at you, Nintendo. You kind of let me down, but... um,
1: is that, isn't that was, kind of was, par for the course it, for Nintendo? It,
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it kind of is. It kind of is. So it was not the E3 of dreams, but it was still a good year. Uh, so these are these are ten, uh, ten games rather that we uh, that I that I pulled out of all the press conferences and stuff like that that people would have seen if you paid attention to this week mm-hmm. uh, that fit our our little uh, under our under our umbrella, if you will. Uh, and we're going to start with a game that I'm very very excited about, and O'Brien is called Sea of Solitude. What you think? I'm not excited about. It? I just don't care. Um, so, Sea <laughs> so, uh, Solitude. Uh, he is, likes me. The studio <laughs> is uh, Joy May. Now, this is uh, this is a studio that I've never heard of before. They're based out of Berlin. Uh, the girl that did the press conference. Did you watch it? Yeah. So nervous to be on stage. I've yes. never I don't think I've ever seen somebody more nervous to be on stage. There is only <laughs> one yeah, other I time him.
2: that I saw something like that. It's when the guy was up there uh introducing Unravel and oh, he had yeah, like yeah. the little like
1: yarn doll of the character.
3: The, the original Unravel?
1: Yes. Yes. No, yes. was was that the uh she, that was the the director of the game, right?
3: Well yeah. she was Cor- she was
1: Cornelia Depper. Uh, yes. Yeah, she wrote Cornelia, the game. Yes. I know that for sure. Yeah.
3: I think she was the director of it too. But, um, so this movie, or, God, I, I want to say movie probably about 50 <laughs> times tonight. Um, the synopsis of uh, Sea of Solitude. Sea of Solitude is a story about how loneliness turns humans into monsters. You control a young woman named Kay as she explores an abandoned, submerged city and its creatures in order to reveal why Kay herself was turned into a monster. Mm-hmm. What I love about this game, and, and video games in general have, have... A very unique way of capturing human emotion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and taking you through a lot of steps. Not every game is great at it, but when you get good ones, they're like truly great. And I feel like this is going to be one of the truly great ones. Um, it fits in hour under our umbrella because it's about monsters. Like mm-hmm. literally, it's about this girl who turns into a monster. It's it's very horror, gothic themed in nature, but it's about loneliness. It's about like when you get too lonely, you turn into this person that's not you basically you know it and and that concept is super exciting to me mm-hmm. Like anybody yes. that's ever been depressed or has ever had like, that dark cloud following them for any point in time in their life can probably relate to the narrative of this game
1: this is this is like physical manifestations of human yes. emotion yes it's, kind of, and it's you know, got like a like stan lee you know that's kind of how he writes
3: very much so yeah and a lot of his his, his characters he's created absolutely right. um yeah. I, I love the art style of this game. Oh, it's yeah. so, God, it's it looks, so good. It's beautiful. It is It is the, the the bright colors of the city during the day when you're on the water mm-hmm. are like super poppy. Like they're um, like almost like watercolor-esque brightness, if you will, like in the colors. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the darks, though, are also, they're not muddy. They're still very yeah. crisp Dark colors, yeah. and
2: I I like that a lot in particular because uh, we're gonna talk about Death Stranding later. But one of my main complaints with it is it it's after years of like dystopian post apocalyptic or horror things just being super unsaturated. Yep. It's Seeing, nice to see it, right? It, it is super nice. So when Death Stranding came out with their like gray trailer, it's just like, come on, let's let's bring a little bit more life into it. So <laughs> watching Sea of Solitude and just like the bright reds and the oranges and the it's beautiful blues. Yeah, it was just like it's awesome because people don't think that horror can exist within those sorts of palettes, but it totally can. Absolutely.
3: Right. And and I think that—did uh, anybody else, when they were watching it and they saw the main creature, uh, uh, her manifestation of herself as the big monster like coming the, up? Yeah, the giant— the first thing that popped into my head was— I ain't having. I'm feeling glad. I got sunshine.
1: Oh, the, the it looks prim- like
3: it looks like the gorilla's art style.
1: Yeah, well, even, hmm. even they very
3: much look like that.
1: Even her, her, like she herself, her herself. I don't know. That's uh, how you say that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> even even her, her or she. Why can't I? Her. Even, even her herself. Yeah. That sounds weird. Even she
4: herself.
1: Even she herself. I don't know. <laughs> That's she. Not how you say that. <laughs> she actually like when like she's got the the short kind of messy hair. Mm-hmm. She looks kind of like the the singer from. Carole's. Yeah, it's it's
3: not exact, but it's close. Yeah. it's real close.
1: Um, um, <clears throat> I I almost I uh, I haven't played the sequel to Limbo yet.
3: It's coming to Nintendo Switch, so get a Switch.
1: I I've I'll been just, waiting for I'll just that actually. I'll just Limbo over. and
3: Inside are coming out on the same day, I believe. I'll I'll just, really I just, just read a review s- or uh, a release about it. Yeah.
1: I'll just come over and play it at your place. That's fine. Well, <laughs> so you know, I can just bring it to your place. Limbo, well, that too. Limbo is like my favorite game. Yeah. Ever. I love that game it's so, so much. So um. And seeing the the trailers for the 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 sequel is called Inside, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, seeing the trailers for that, this game kind of gave me that same sort of vibe. What?
3: I mean, it's a different type of game. Like Limbo Limbo and Inside are both 2D like like side-scrollers. This is very much a three-dimensional uh, uh, world in, exploration. In, inside had
1: a bit more of a, a 3D feel to it. A little bit, bit. but yeah. I, I, I get what rails. you're saying, though, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It, it still it's gave me that rails. same sort of vibe.
3: Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, CSL2 coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and uh, Origin, which I believe is EA's PC platform. If I'm not mistaken. Do you yes, know? yeah, I don't yes. think like that is exactly play. what it is. It's yeah. like
2: Steam, but EA's, EA. Yeah, fucking EA. Um,
3: <laughs> Got to do shit their own way. Um, okay, moving on. We're gonna skip that one because we're gonna come back to it. Uh, okay, so the first of two Capcom games we're gonna talk about: uh, Devil May Cry Five. Which I don't know, Brian. Did you ever play any of the Devil May Cry games?
2: Um, honestly, that's something that I've only recently started to get into because I played uh, the uh, reboot re- release DMC. by yeah DMC yeah, by DM- Ninja so Theory. Good. DMC was so good. It was amazing. Everybody just craps on it. They're oh, like, so oh, good. it's not Devil May Cry. No, it's so dang good. It,
3: it knows just the, the Devil May Cry purists, right? Yeah, the ones that do that. Uh, are you familiar with it, James? Was DMC, this your, yes. Was this your first in like like?
1: Uh, I actually, I I came over and watched you play it. I never actually. uh oh, okay. you might have you might have had me play a little bit of it, but okay, I, okay. But it's a
3: beautiful game. Yeah. Oh All yes. All of the Devil May Cry games, even the reboot DMC, like they're they're gorgeous mm-hmm. games. Like these, mm-hmm. I honestly think that these are the best games that Capcom's ever put out in terms of how they look, like aesthetically. Um, they're they remind me very much of uh, Bayonetta. Did you play play the Bay Bayonetta games? Briefly, oh my God! You have a Switch. You need to play them. They're they're this and amazing and good. Good Lord! (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) Devil May Cry Five is the long-awaited sequel to Devil May Cry Four, which came out ten years ago. Uh, I believe DMC came out in 2013. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, so it was in between there. But this is a true successor. To the last uh, franchise version of the game, people have been wanting it for a very long time. Uh, the synopsis here is that uh, uh, the demonic invasion begins with the seeds of a demon tree taking root in Redgrave City. The hellish incursion attracts uh, the attention of the young demon hunter Nero, uh, an ally of Dante. Dante is the side sidebar. Dante is the main character of the Devil May Cry series. Mm-hmm. Nero showed up, I believe, in Devil May Cry Four for the first time as a pro- as a as an equal protagonist in the game. So this directly picks up from there. So uh, uh, Nero, an ally of Dante, now finds himself without his demonic arm, the source of much of his power.
1: The Devil Bringer.
3: Uh, yes. Which is a cool so, name. So, uh, yes. So, <laughs> so, so both Dante and Nero. If you're not familiar with the franchise, they are both the offspring of Sparta. Sparta, in the lore, is a mighty demon swordsman who is known as the legendary Dark Knight, and so he is like a god. Mm-hmm. So basically, Dante and Nero are um, half god, half human, and so they have these powers, which is make, which is why they're you know badasses, right. Pretty much. <laughs> um, now these games, if you've never played Devil May Cry, they're super fast paced, just like kind of like sla- a hack and slash type, oh, yeah. uh, like three D. Oh, they're they're amazing, um, and this game looks fucking incredible. The the visuals, like I said, I think of all the games that we're talking about today, this is the game that I'm most impressed with visually.
2: Yes. Um,
3: even Death Stranding, which boasts it's, I have issues with it. Um, not big issues, but I just don't think yeah. that it looks as pretty as this, quite frankly. Like, it doesn't. This game sparkles. Yes. I think that's a good way that's of putting it. That's a good way it. to put it, yeah. It, it, it's, it's gorgeous to just watch and, and to play. It's even better. And then all of these games have always been super fluid in their control. Uh, and I expect nothing less than this um, some takeaways from from what we've seen like uh, 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 the uh, his arm he no longer has his demon arm it's being replaced now by a mechanical arm that his uh, sidekick I can't I Nico Nico yeah the Nico made form she is going to serve I think as the hub to where you buy new upgrades for your your person basically mm-hmm. yeah. weapons uh, abilities that kind of stuff she's gonna be your hub.
2: She's, like, super, like, white trash. <laughs> like
3: for lack of a better way of saying it. Oh, she totally
2: is. Yeah, during the trailer when she pops, I was like, her? Yeah.
1: <laughs> her. I, uh, yeah, th- what you mentioned earlier about just the, uh, like, the fast paced like, that to me was n- why I never really got into the Devil May Cry series, is the gameplay always seemed so frenetic to me that I, like, it almost, it almost, once- like... once seem too much
3: once you get once you get into the rhythm of those games though mm-hmm. it's no different than honestly like if you were to play Mega Man and you had to like button mash and then move really quickly to avoid something like, yeah it's it's that same type of response it's just in a way prettier atmosphere with more going on well it's that
1: extra dimension too yeah. that probably throws me off because the the camera seems to be like pivoting around the character the entire time because mm-hmm. I remember watching you play uh, DMC yeah I was like, "Good Lord, I like I can't even keep up with what's going on," but I can see where like if you got into the rhythm, yeah, then it would it would change the whole Yeah, and that's all thing. it is. You
3: need to get used to it. Once you do, it's like riding a bike. It just clicks, and yeah. suddenly you just know how to do it. Right. It's one of those yeah. kind of games. It's
2: one of those games where like you have to finish it, or just be okay with starting again later. Because if you jump into a later level after a long break, you're just you're screwed because it's like crap. I don't have this muscle memory anymore. Right. Yeah.
3: Um, so a couple of things about the uh, about the trailer is that Nero once again has his amazing sword that has like a uh, like a, a motorcycle type like grip, a throttle, with, like a <laughs> throttle on, <it>. throttle <laughs> with a, a brake on it. Uh, it's called the Red Queen. That's the name. Which it, that's a Resident Evil reference, right? The Red Queen. Well, it's Re-
1: Resident Evil and also Alice in Wonderland.
3: Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, well, Capcom though makes Resident Evil too, though. So yes. that's why I was thinking maybe it was a, a thing to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he once again has this amazing fucking sword that has like a motorcycle attached to it, sort of, uh, <laughs> and it's fantastic. Uh, he has the Devil Bringer, which is great. There's a there's a spot at the end of the trailer. Where like the trailer, like it ramps up and then it takes a break and then it comes back and there's just this big fucking demon, like oh, this humongous, so huge, oh. big. <laughs> like I just want to fight him right now. Like I- <laughs> it's so good. Like I love in these video games, man. You have like your your tiny little protagonist and this massive monster of a creature that you're fighting, mm-hmm. and they always make for the best boss <laughs> fights. They mm-hmm. always make for these just, just the most epic moments of the games, yeah. and I, it looks just amazing.
2: It's one of the reasons why Shadow of the Colossus was such a intriguing game when it came out, because it's like, oh, I gotta climb and kill that. I'm just on a horse. What do I do?
3: See, you need to get a PS4 Pro because the remake that just came out. So yes,
2: that, yes, I, I, I need to. One of the Death Stranding, which we keep mentioning, <laughs> is probably what is going to convince me to actually pull the trigger in, when I get a job again. Fair so. enough. Fair <laughs> enough.
3: Um, so we've talked about how Dante. <laughs> Uh, the character of Dante was the protagonist in all the Devil May Cry games. He shows up at the very, very end of the uh, of the, the teaser trailer or the the trailer, the real reveal trailer.
1: That's a cool part too.
3: He's on the motorcycle and he shows up. He looks a little bit different than he did in the last games. Older, but right? A little bit
2: older. Yeah. Uh, there's been got a couple a years
3: that have passed. Mm-hmm. Um, did he have a beard?
2: Yeah, he had a beard. And yeah,
1: a little bit of scruff. No, a, bowl okay. of <laughs> a bowl of Cheerios. And a beer.
3: I think I just thought that his chin was glitched or something. That <laughs> is the beard. <laughs> now, so, there,
1: there's been speculation I saw when I was reading up on this that maybe he's coming back as an antagonist. Is that is uh, that something that you...
3: you know, who knows? I never actually beat Double May Cry 4, so I don't know so how So you don't, it don't really know
1: what like, his departure no, was from the series? I,
3: I own it, and it's making me actually want to go back, restart it, and actually finish you it. So I don't end. know how that story wrapped up. The end of that game, but uh, Nero is back, Dante's back. There's also said to be three playable characters, hmm. which may be Virgil, who is Aww. Dante's brother.
2: That'd be cool, possibly. We'll
3: see, but um, anyway, that's Stella Cry 5. Super excited about it. Um, awesome if you're into like demonic gameplay or role playing in the bedroom you'll
2: love Devil May Cry 5 yeah baby <laughs> hey baby I got my devil bringer hey baby <laughs> I got my um, devil
1: bringer did you uh. bring your red
2: queen <laughs> wrong time of the month
1: <laughs> oh, no <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: jeez <laughs>
3: uh. You guys are gross. All right. Um, so we're moving on to a game that I'm super, super, super looking forward to. Um I actually used this in the intro to tonight's episode. Yes. Um so this is a game that was revealed a few years ago, actually. Three yeah, like three or four years ago long something time like that. Ago. I know that you played the beta, actually. Yes. Uh the game is called We Happy Few, which James, I picked this game because I know how much you like masks. Hmm. And this game is all about masks. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least the the part of the main story is about people wearing masks. So mm-hmm. I figured that you would appreciate this. That
1: forced their face into a smile. Oh, yes. so creepy. So they, they look like mimes.
2: Mm-hmm. So when I I've been very happy about like the things that they've been releasing about the game because back when they had a beta it's like you you had like a limited time like I think an hour and a half 2 hours to play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was back when the game was originally supposed to be just a procedurally generated uh like short game. Like you said like, like, like
3: an hour or so to yeah, beat. basically. Yeah, just like an
2: hour of the three hours where basically you just have to find these things and you have to escape the town. You're done.
3: However, though, it'd be one of those kind of games where you'd want to replay it because every time you replayed it, it would be like a different yes. sort of outcome, or things would be different, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah,
2: the map would be completely different every time. Yeah. Let me. And, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. And uh, so I played it, and honestly, I hated it because it was like they just drop you in, and there's no hand holding. It's just like, okay, you're there. Escape. What, what game are you talking about?
3: We Happy Few. We Happy Few. The, the
2: one that we're. Oh, yes. This was a few years so, yeah. ago. They've uh, changed it. Like, oh, yeah, okay. right.
3: A lot of times with E3, I know that you don't watch them a lot of times, yeah. but they, they they will announce the game, and then you won't hear about it for years. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then randomly, it will just come back, and it'll be like, oh, God! Yeah. Here it is! They do <laughs> like, that with
2: Halo a lot.
3: Yeah. Um, um, Let me, the, uh, the Last Guardian was a big one. Yes. They announced The Last Guardian, like, seven years. Like, a couple At years least. ago, it finally came to fruition. It's been released since, but, like, it was, like, seven or eight years ago, they put this... Epic trailer up that everybody was so excited about, and then it was just gone. Yeah, because it's, wasn't
2: that supposed to come? I'm sorry. What, I no, keep keep no, no, you right, Sorry. Right. Right. Wasn't that supposed to come out for the PS two or three originally? Three, I believe. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry. That's what's so weird about E3 to me is that, uh, uh, you know, we're used to as a movie podcast and as movie fans, we're used to seeing a handful of movies that are announced, and you can kind of track their their production. But Which even with, I think with games, too much. with games, like they they announce these things sure. you guys have been saying that they've been talking about uh death stranding for what well, four or five years now uh, death Stranding is
3: three years that's three. actually that's actually pretty early to be honest with you. some of these games stretch way longer than it? they go through full cycles where they've like scrapped everything and they restart right like it just it happens so uh, i think it's too much personally i think that they shouldn't probably give any, anything away until the game's at least halfway done right
1: agreed <laughs> Uh, so let me, uh, I'm going gra- to grab the synopsis for We Happy Few real quick. Lots of
3: when you see this kind of stuff. <laughs> uh,
1: just because we didn't say what it was. Yep. Uh, we Happy Few is the tale of a plucky bunch of moderately terrible people trying to escape from a lifetime of cheerful denial in the city of Wellington Wells. In this alternative 1960s England, conformity is key. You'll have to fight or blend in with the drug-addled inhabitants, most of whom... Don't take kindly to people who don't abide by their not so normal rules.
3: The way the way the, that 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 synopsis started the tale of a plucky bunch of moderately terrible people <laughs> that that had me sold right from the get go because, um,
1: because it's an accurate description of our group of friends. Pretty much,
3: <laughs> uh, but the idea though, the idea though that like people just take a pill and get high and forget about the world around them, like I was I was reading about this game. And there's like, well, if you were to look on the news and you see a whole lot of bloodshed, well, what the pill does is it replaces that blood with butterflies, mm-hmm. and so you just see butterflies and everything's happy. Oh, I'm so, and so glad people, the butterflies are. People me. don't want to see the bad, and they live in this utopia of denial and the. And well, this was a, this was a, a pretty. That's fucking real life. That's a pretty
1: real. <laughs> that was uh, especially, I mean, like literally taking drugs back in the 1950s for housewives and in the, in the little yellow pill, like housewives used to pop these pills and it would make them feel make them feel happy with yeah. what was going on yeah. you know it's like like vacuuming is awesome now because i yeah. popped my little yellow pill wait you Life love vacuuming terrible, but are you popping so. the pill i do love vacuuming I'm like, not popping the pillow, are though. Are you sure? No, my, uh just a lot of beer, vodka, stuff like oh. that. So... <laughs> gotcha. Cheerios. Popping the, pop the top. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> popping the top. No, um, this ga- this game has such an interesting look for the feel, though. Yeah. Like it's uh, like super cartoony and like yeah and happy, but
3: then at like the flick of a button, it can go super dark.
1: Yeah. And I love that about yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like a really cool dichotomy because, mm-hmm. like you said, you look at it and it's got this really sort of whimsical feel to it mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. far as the animation goes and but it's dealing with like such dark material it's crazy yeah. and one, um, of th- one of the
2: things that actually like that actually took me back to the like had me taken aback during the beta was the fact that I was expecting the game to look like that but when I was playing most of the, it only looks like that when you take the drug which is I
1: think it's called Joy.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say the pill is called Joy. I yeah, the you, woman have even says, we're,
1: yeah, "We're the only yes. ones not all uh, not all high out of our minds on Joy." Yep. So says. when you
2: don't take when you don't take the pill in the game, everything just looks like crap. Like you're in like a post-apocalyptic like ruin of a city, but you take which it and suddenly everything is just like beautiful
3: no that that's that, i i kind of yeah. like that it's kind of yeah. cool
2: yeah that's really cool um, but you don't that, spend a whole lot of time doing that at least not in the version I play.
3: am i the only one that thought that the art style of this game was very tim burtony yes oh uh, yeah it's very much like i can see like alice in wonderland or or even his like charlie and the chocolate factory even mm-hmm. though i hated that movie but that <laughs> that style though is very much this game yeah um i love that about it um it's a first person game which i didn't expect Uh, At least the new incarnation. I don't know how how it was when you played it. It's always
2: been first person. Yeah, I
3: I, I didn't expect that for whatever reason. Um, It it seemed like a third person type of feel to me. Um, And then also 20-hour campaign. So you were saying that before it was only supposed supposed to be an hour. I think one of the reasons that it was delayed, obviously, for so long is because they went back to the drawing board and actually made single-player campaign yep which to me is awesome because like like we said in the very beginning i hate online multiplayer i'd much rather play with myself mm-hmm. so <laughs> there yeah. it is um
2: we know. talking about jerking off people <laughs> um
3: so so yeah that's uh that is we have a few it's coming out for ps4 xbox one pc all the standard stuff uh it's being made by compulsion games very very excited for it it's uh yeah uh, that's 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 one that I'm most looking forward to, I think. Yeah, it looks really just because cool. of the style and the just I don't know, just the overall everything. Mm-hmm. It's it's right right up my alley. Yep,
1: looks awesome. So next okay. up is uh Doom Eternal featuring uh, the rock. Yeah.
3: Oh, oh, he's Dwayne Dwayne Johnson is is back, on his <laughs>
1: back.
3: Listen, there's no part of me that would not be shocked if like he was like the like the new Doom uh, Doom guy. The Doom guy. Semper Fi. Which by the way, effort. so happy he's still known as the Doom guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, why would you ever change that? Right.
3: Okay. So Doom Eternal. Um, everyone knows Doom, right? Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows Doom. Yeah. Uh, made by ID Software and Bethesda. Um. No release date for it quite yet. Uh, likely, it's going to be next year at
2: some point. In yeah, time. I thought it was uh, early 2019. Is it early as I said. Okay.
3: Um, so the synopsis is literally just Earth overrun by hell. That's pretty much all we get from this. The uh, the the teaser that they showed at E3, the announcement trailer, was a CG trailer. So it was just kind of like showing the concepts more than gameplay. Yeah. Right. Um, but it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks oh, really amazing. Good. Um. So they, uh, one of the couple of things they said about this is that uh, in 2016 they relaunched the original Doom. So I'm kind of surprised that in only two years they're already announcing a sequel.
2: Yeah, that seems
3: quick to me.
2: That the the Doom that they released back in 2016 was the most like successful release that. Company has done in a long time. That like, it has done, yeah. Yeah, Id's last successful so, it was game was
3: bought by Bethesda, correctly. Yes, okay.
1: Yes, I believe so. So back when they did the 2016 release, was Bethesda already part of it, or or yes, just that Id? was that yes. was
3: like Bethesda. Bethesda owned Id's relaunch of the entire thing.
1: Right. Yeah, but as yeah. far as the
2: Id intellectual property goes, like their franchises, their last like big game was Quake Four, mm-hmm. which was released. It released. Right around the same time the Xbox 360 release, which yep. was ages ago at that at this point, because the last the Xbox 360 was around for seven years before uh, Xbox One was released four years ago, so that's what 11, 12 years. Yeah. So the fact that they tried and released <clears> the <throat> new to make new franchise Rage and failed so epically <laughs> and got just destroyed by it, which makes it kind of funny that they're making a Rage two. Uh, Which we're not
3: talking about. I it was on my list, but I, I exited it. Yeah.
2: The new one looks great. It does. It looks
3: fantastic.
2: It fixes a lot of issues in the Was first the old one bad though? Uh it wasn't great.
3: Okay, fair enough. It wasn't No need, need to talk
2: about it, but Yes. Okay. Uh but uh the fact that they released the new Doom and it was I felt like it was kind of them trying to be like, okay, we need to like do our Hail Mary. We need to bring back our most popular franchise. We need to rebuild our name and they killed it. Like it was it has amazing gameplay. It so looks amazing. Good. I just got the Xbox One X and I threw that in there just to see what it looks like in 4K. Holy butts. (laughs) I have, holy 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 butts. butts. I have,
3: uh, I have it for Xbox One. Not, I don't have the X. I'm a fucking fancy like Jansy pants Mm. over here. Well, I don't have a job.
2: Um, I need it to look good. You know,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have, I have a regular Xbox One though. And it looks incredible on that. Yes. Absolutely incredible.
1: Um, did, in the uh in the in the in the reboot in 2016 did he have the same kind of look that he had the doom guy did he have the same kind of yeah. look that he does they only showed him from behind in uh, in well, this just, in it's this first trailer person, so
3: you don't see him when you're playing obviously
1: right but uh so is there in cutscenes or anything do you see him i full on no no, I don't think you do. Because they kinda do like an over the shoulder shot in this in this he teaser knows? trailer. He almost looked like Master Chief a little well, bit. Well no,
3: he looked like I was just supposed to say that's how he looked earlier yeah. on in the series though. Like it was green with the visor and like
1: See that to that me that was that to me actually his, looks like um, always look Master Chief. No, that looks like uh uh Metroid. What the hell's her name? Metroid. Samus Samus Samus, yeah. Samus Aran? Yeah, that, that to me looks like Samus. Yeah, that's that's how he looks in both games. Oh. Well, like, just okay. just with that over-the-shoulder shot, he kind of I, yeah. I was like, that looks like Master Chief. That's well, kind of weird.
3: The nice thing that the details that we have about Doom Eternal though is that there's twice as many demons in the game. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if that's twice as many demons types in the game demons. or types of demons. Right. Who knows? But there's way more fucking bloodshed this time around. That's
1: for sure. Um, from the uh, from the trailer, people picked out that you'll be fighting imps, hell knights, spider demons. Uh, how do you say this? Caco demons. Caco demons. Yep. And those, those are the big
3: with... ball. Those are the big ball guys with one eye. Oh, okay. From the original, but it has arms, arms this time, which yeah.
1: which they say uh, from the original uh, Doom is called. They're called pain elementals.
3: Oh, I knew. I didn't realize that those were in the original Doom.
1: I don't know. Apparently the caco demon. Maybe, that's, maybe with, that's a correction. It well the the article that I read specifically said you're you'll be fighting caco demons with arms, aka pain elementals from the oh, from the original. Well, there you go. Um, so,
3: yeah, cool. yeah. Like the original uh, the original had an unnamed space marine uh, that battled demonic forces from hell that may have been unleashed by the Union Aerospace Corporation, set in a future colonized planet of Mars. So we're going from Mars, right? to Earth now. Back to Earth. Which I'm actually Welcome to Earth. I'm actually very (laughs) excited about. I love post-apocalyptic, like, hellish games where you can see Landmarks of Earth. You know can see like, elements of it's, like it's way more familiar, and I well, love that. Well, yeah,
1: because in this one, like, I mean, you know, the city's just torn apart, but you still see the the skeletons of skyscrapers with tentacles yeah, crawling yeah. up yeah. them. There's shoot... like a stoplight with a uh, with a with a skeleton hanging I want to it. shoot
3: the big fucking gun from the top of the Empire State Building. Yes, that's what
1: I want. Yes, yes. right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very excited about that. Um, there's gonna be way more information if you if you want to follow this. There's way more information that's gonna be at QuakeCon this year. From August 9th to twelfth, it's a big uh, the big quake conference they mm-hmm. do. So uh, yeah, if you actually, do, they're actually
1: they're actually going to be releasing a bunch of gameplay during oh, quake conference. probably counter, th- tons of it. Yeah. Probably
3: tons of it. This is their bread and butter, so guaranteed. Um, okay, very 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 excited about our next game.
1: <laughs> well, you should be. Jeez. Oh, like this is this actually
3: is a crossover of what we do, what games do. The whole deal.
1: Um, Uh, it's a burp. Mike Mike in particular should be excited about this one. Uh, It's called transference. I actually was in
3: the press conference. Yeah,
1: uh, Mike Mike (laughs) featured in the press conference. Turns out, not so great at reading a teleprompter.
3: You know what?
1: I'm not so great at doing a lot of things. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we've mentioned this before. In case you've never seen a picture of Mike, he looks remarkably like Elijah Wood. I'm a sexy dude. What can I say? <laughs> and uh, and and transference is made uh, by by Elijah. Fuck you,
3: John no. John Brian, whoever you are. John.
1: By Elijah Wood's company, SpectreVision. Uh, you in, call me that. In uh, in in conjunction with uh, Ubisoft.
3: Oh, you just said Ubisoft.
1: I I almost said Ubisoft. What is Ubisoft? Is it Ubisoft? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Um, it's this fucking game, American <laughs> Ubisoft. Uh, man, Ubisoft. But uh, this man, this game looks pretty incredible. It,
3: it uh, so it, this is a game I feel is going to be most. It's going to be best experienced in VR. This well, is a VR I game. Think,
1: yeah, it's specifically designed to be played in well, VR, right? But
3: you can play it, no, you can play it on consoles and everything else. It's being I'm, released for everything. I'm
1: saying their vision for it was in yes. the hopes that people yes. would be playing it in VR. And once you see the trailer, it's like, yeah, you definitely yeah. have to experience this I one mean, in VR.
3: It's you're literally jumping, it's a puzzle game, which I didn't realize until this year. As this was announced last year, I believe, for the oh, first was it? time. Um so this is a game that's essentially a puzzle game, and you're jumping in between consciousness consciousnesses... Conscious eye. The, con- the <laughs> consciousness eye of uh, three different family members. The right. mother, the father, and I believe the daughter. And uh, so you basically... One of the releases that I was reading about this game is that you can start off in like the consciousness of the daughter and get to a dead end, and then you have to jump over to the consciousness of the father and then continue where you left off and open a door and then go back. It's like very Metroidvania on that way where you have to jump you have to go back and forth a lot to like it's, open things.
1: It's, it's very being John Melkovich.
3: Yeah, no, but it sounds awesome <laughs> though. Like this 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 I, this I am mo- so excited for this game. This
1: game looks so unnerving to me cuz not only are you de- like the father uh when they like during the trailer when you're when you're watching the father it, it, he seems like he's got a darkness about him yeah, oh like absolutely. he's he's talking to you he's crazy. A, yeah he's talking to you in a very loving way but at the same time you're like oh something's wrong with this guy. Did- and then not only not only that are you dealing with obvious uh obvious like family stuff but also, throughout the game, you're chased by these like weird pixelated, <sighs> like this weird pixelated darkness. Yeah, it's weird, like, right? Oh, it's did it's you read the uh,
3: synopsis to this by chance? Um, I don't think you did. So, I, no. Transference follows a scientist who has uploaded a digital simulation of his family to a computer network. The only problem is that the data has become corrupted. Uh, assuming the family wasn't corrupted to begin with. Even worse, your character is now trapped within the simulation. To escape, you need to recollect the fragmented memories of each family member to see what brought them to this point.
1: Right. It's a really, really cool concept. And I I think, like, just to me watching it, I think, because it it specifically said, escape a corrupted mind. That's kind of like the tagline for Mm -hmm. it. And I think that I think that ultimately it's gonna come down to you're dealing with like some really dark shit that the father is going through. Yeah,
3: I, yeah. I completely agree with you. So and that's running right the money. Man, it looks, and one of the, it one looks of so cool. That,
2: one of the things that I am excited about is every time I see live action cutscenes, I'm like I roll my eyes a little bit. I'm like, oh my gosh, like stop it. It's going nothing about this is gonna keep me like engaged in the video game because it's gonna be like this amazing like or maybe not amazing. This crappily. Acted crappily. Scene, crappily <laughs> uh acted scene and then it's gonna throw me back in a video game and it's just gonna be like I took a break to watch a movie. I but, sense
3: I sense a butt coming.
2: But <laughs> yes. In the I think one of the things that's gonna happen is I think your character, like one of the characters, like I felt like uh, VR is going to be a big part of the storyline. So the actual gameplay elements, you're going to be playing as a family member playing the game. So they slip your the VR headset on the family member mm-hmm. in the cutscene. Suddenly you're in the game. Right. I'm like, okay, so this is actually a plausible way to make a, like, mixed reality sort of thing where it's yeah. got live action and then the game.
3: From, from what it sounds like, too, is that uh, the company that's making the game, uh, well, Ubisoft, obviously, but, like, um Ubisoft was like it sounds like they were making this game and it wasn't until afterwards they hooked up with Spectre Vision because it sounds like they had an idea for a game but they needed a story mm-hmm. and that's where Spectre Vision came in like because it's a it, it's a really good blend of cinematic storytelling with
1: like puzzle solving elements right and so they had the puzzles in mind but they needed th- the narrative I
3: think that's kind of what they they might have been struggling with <clears throat> and that's why they reached out and and Elijah Wood which by the way I've never heard him say his name. A, he says the J. Elijah. And I've never noticed that yeah, before. Elijah
2: Wood. That's Elijah kinda... Wood. It's yeah. not Elijah.
3: It's Elijah. <laughs> so I, for not I am forever corrected with how I have said his name.
2: Do we need to get a? I'll I'll DM me
1: Elijah. We'll we'll get the correction for next week.
3: No. Yeah.
2: No.
1: Yeah, no we're gonna we're actually gonna get him on Instagram. <laughs> He's gonna send us a video.
3: I know a guy that knows him, so. Uh, just saying
1: i actually know a guy who is him he's right there <laughs> so how do you, how do you say be... your name elijah uh,
3: i say aloha 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 um, <laughs> i also heard i also heard some things about how this person this person this game is is first person but there's also like point and click elements in it mm-hmm. which reminded mm-hmm. me of mist which made me very exciting because i fucking love mist um i don't think it's gonna be anything like that but there's still going to be probably more Like, you're interacting with things by selecting what you're interacting with Yeah, based on, like, a click. It seems like like most of the
1: gameplay is going to be just uh, interacting with the environment around you. So that makes sense. So actually,
3: that would make sense because if it's VR, you can reach out and touch stuff. It's going to be on console, probably point and click. That's actually probably where that comes from. Right. But, um, yeah, very excited about it. There's not too much more known about this game at this point. Yeah, it's Um, still very... very, It's it's probably not... They said fall of 2018, which is this year, so... Wow. Okay. We'll probably learn more in the in the close future here, but yep. um, very excited. That's transference. Uh, yes, uh, that we said PS Four, Xbox One, PC, <laughs> VR. The VR, it's not just going to be like PlayStation VR. So it's it's PS VR, but also Oculus, Vive, stuff like that. So yep. if you have a if you have a headset that makes you see things, you can probably play this game.
1: So let's move on to arguably arguably the most exciting release from Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, uh,
3: hence. Uh, it, Oh, the emphasis on argue is 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 understated here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as in as in we argued with Jancy Pants about whether or not this is going to be the most exciting right, release.
3: Raise your hand if you think Trials is the greatest game ever.
1: Right here. Why? 3 of yep, us. Here why? It is. Here be- it is. Because here because here it is. Here it is. Uh, I'm going to let
3: you go and step back for
1: this. The the the, the greatest <laughs> game uh, aside my my personal favorite game is limbo but the greatest game ever released ever was excite bike that is a fact It is a <laughs> you you can look it up scientifically <laughs> proven up. that excite I almost excite- bought,
3: I almost bought beer
1: that had excite bike on oh, it today dude. and I didn't do it oh man I didn't do it we have to find a reason to <laughs> we can we can talk about the movie moto psycho and we done. can drink that. Um, so ex- <laughs> oh, uh, Excite too. Done. Yeah, there we go. Excite Bike is the best game ever released ever in the history of video games. Uh, this is this is basically an amped up version of Excite Bike. Why? What do you mean? Why?
2: Why? I I just don't understand. Because uh, sh- ch- what was shut your mouth. what
3: was Excite Bike? Tell me what Excite Bike was. <laughs> Wait, what?
2: What do you mean? What
3: is Excite Bike?
2: What is it? It was the game that I would play when I would. No, no, no. Chi-
3: what is it? Not to you. What was it?
2: It is a motorcycle game. It's physics based, so you can spin your bike, and the idea is you don't crash. Now, now, what is through. now?
3: What is trials?
2: The same thing.
3: So, why are you saying? Why are you asking whether or not it's the same thing? <laughs> no, no. I'm asking
2: why it's the best. Why it's the best? Because when I want like when I'm hanging out with Andrew. And we just want to, like, we more want to chat over Xbox Live and just do something with our hands. That's what we throw on, and then neither one of us cares. It's background. So you don't do the old,
4: like, uh, Mike and his buddy story from back in the day? (laughs) With the
2: the old guys? No, in their hands?
4: They want to do something with their hands? (laughs) (laughs) Well, James and I have
3: played Trials online a couple times, and we did a lot of stuff with our hands. I'm just putting that out there. Lots and lots. But... Dude Trials is amazing. Are trials you, is a great I don't game. understand how you don't like Trials. I, it's like <laughs> Mario Kart with dirt bikes only the crashes are way better.
2: <laughs> they're, yeah. they're mildly amusing. I'll give mildly? you
3: mildly? Like <laughs> I just don't understand. You want to know why I
4: like trials because that last level. Every time you get to a harder level, you're like, "There's no way someone can do this. Like that's impossible." And then you finally do it once, and it takes you a hundred times more of hitting that checkpoint to get it again. And then you finally beat the last level of it, and then you're like, "All right, well now I have to go back and do it without any checkpoints." Exactly. And then you do it. Right. The challenge—it's
3: about beating this game on the challenge levels that they set—is so rewarding. Yes. Because you'll you'll you will do the same thing where you have to balance on your. back to back tire go forward to the front tire go back to your like like there's so much physics and like puzzles so it is kind of puzzle solving in a a way that and it's so you have to play it a hundred times before you actually get it and Mm -hmm. make it not even make it to the end of that course just make it past that particular obstacle and it is so rewarding when you do it like you feel like you've just like you feel like that you just made a mountain
1: but then you, you but then you, then you but then you log on the next day and your your buddy's ghost avatars are there <laughs> and you realize that one of them is like 2 seconds ahead of you and you're like shit yep. i have to be perfect yep. And then you perfect it, and it feels so good. If
3: you're listening to this and you're wondering what this has to do with horror, it has nothing to do with horror, <laughs> nothing <laughs> at just, all. Just We're fucking just hold your horses. <laughs> we like trials, okay? We'll <laughs> be
1: back in a minute. No, no, I did. So uh, the the creator, his name is Anti Il uh, Anti Aunt, Il Vessio He came out riding a trials bike at E3 dressed like Evil Knievel. Yep. So a dirt I, I actually renamed him Evil Cannoli because <laughs> he's a big fat guy. <laughs> he came out, he did like this classic like uh, like um, physical comedy bit where he came up on stage and crashed through the podium yep. and destroyed everything. It was fantastic yeah it was, it was plus the game looks like it's gonna be awesome now,
4: have a uh, have you ever seen the trials bikes in real life the guys doing that Dude, stuff those guys it's are crazy. crazy we were down at the moto gp races in indianapolis and that was part of the thing they had all these <laughs> ramps they had like the side of a building up there and this guy just jumps from nothing on the flat ground up up the top of a two-story building. Yeah, man. I'm like, like what?
1: How? Uh, we 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 <laughs> had been playing trials for a long time before I ever realized that that was a real thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally, I, I was like, you can't what? do this. This stuff's impossible in real life. And then when I finally saw the actual guys no, doing crazy. real trials runs, like that, that's a, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. S- um, s- screw you, man. You just don't get it.
2: <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, I, I guess I would have to play with you guys because it's one of those things where you guys are enthusiastic <laughs> about it. Why are you touching me like that? I you just don't like exciting stuff. You can you, can excite bike? you want. Exciting? <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> excite bike. Like you guys are enthusiastic about, it, so maybe you could introduce me into we'll this sh- new world of not talking while playing. We'll show we you. We can also way.
3: introduce him to the new world of dick play.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. we can because
3: also. We <laughs> I'm married. I need new tricks.
1: An, took an interesting change, <laughs> change of uh, pace. We, <laughs> we can also show you the exciting world of death.
3: Stranding. No, 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 we're not there yet. Oh, we're not. We're still talking about (laughs) Trials. Because I don't know if you saw this, if you just watched the trailer for Trials, Mm -hmm. there's a new feature to Trials Rising. The crash? No. Tandem motorcycles.
1: Yes. See?
3: Two-player
1: tandem motorcycles. I didn't see this. There are
3: two people on the motorcycle and if you're playing it multiplayer, one person from what I've gathered One person controls the gas and the brake. The other person controls the flips and whatnot. So I can sabotage
2: my teammates. See, they
1: just or play together like a fucking normal person.
2: (laughs) But
3: but yeah, I'm so excited for that. You, I do, James. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. it's, It's.
1: It's gonna, it's Listen, gonna get weird.
3: I've ridden you, I've ridden you before.
1: <laughs> yes, but this is taking it to a whole new level. Yeah, like now we're doing flips and shit, so it's getting. Maybe we did some rolls
3: before, but like <laughs> the flips are new.
1: Okay, so do a barrel roll. So that actually is kind of exciting to me
2: because I love so to, I, I love to sabotage my teammate, uh, and primarily I do this to Andrew. So we'll be playing. We're playing through a game called A Way Out, which was, which he was loves to
3: sabotage his teammate. Oh, didn't pull out. Oh, <laughs>
2: whoops, whoopsie <laughs> daisy! But there's this point in an A Way Out where one character is on one side of a crevasse and the other ones on like jumping, and you have to like reach out, and the other person has to reach out, so you both have to do this button sequence. And Andrew's like, "Okay, catch me!" presses it, and you can see that he presses it. I'm like, "Yeah, screw you!" and I just <laughs> drop him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so good so I love games where I can sabotage and have some fun with that <laughs>
3: nice nice okay so uh, Trials Rising is put out by Red Links it's going to be out in February of 2019 so a uh, couple months still before it comes out uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC and
2: Nintendo Switch. Switch
3: now the Switch version will not run near as well as the other versions this is kind of what you get but Nintendo doesn't give a shit like they it's they're they're the portability of that of that system
1: yeah, makes you, up you, you makes some over and play it on my patio while yeah, you're drinking it, a fifth of whiskey it
3: really does though make up for the graphical power yeah which i don't honestly care about i think it's gonna be fine i will mm-hmm. buy it on both i'm gonna buy it on xbox and on switch um and yeah i should i played zelda On your patio, that's what I. That's that's what I was referencing. Like like it's fine.
1: We sat and drank a bottle of whiskey and played Zelda on my patio. I think it'll make a
2: a perfect Switch game because, as I was telling you earlier, the Switch to me is like the party game where it's like there's four people, like whip it out and let's play some games. So.
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, All Sunday right. nights at my house are fun. <laughs> All right, All we right. have uh, we have three games left to get yeah. through in limited time here. This so let's one, do this it. This
3: one's gonna be tough to get through limited, but yes. I'm gonna let Jansen start on this one because I know he's been itching.
1: <clears throat> so
2: the next game that we're talking about is Death Stranding, which yeah. was uh, talked about first. Uh, three years ago, so at 2016, yep. I believe E3, with it was the... a
3: very very sparse showing at that one. Yes, but still.
2: Yes, with just like a short trailer that made no sense. Basically, naked, uh, Norman, naked Reedus. Norman Reedus with a baby and a C-section scar, which it just offers itself to a lot of weird theories there. Yep. And really, there is. It only gets weirder from there. Well, a quick a
3: quick background on this game. Yes. So uh, Hideo, uh, bleh, Hideo Hideo Kojima, I can't say his name. Hideo, <laughs> Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima. There we go. Um, he was the guy that basically was Metal Gear Solid. He he started it. He worked on it through all those years with Konami. Mm-hmm. Konami shit canned him basically. Yeah. Like they, there's a weird thing that happened. Konami shit canned him. He's no longer a part of the company, and he's like, he's you you would call him like the greatest free agent in the world when it comes to video games. Yes, because he's a genius.
2: Yeah, he's he's responsible um, for a lot more than just Metal Gear Solid. Sure. So he, I, I'm trying to find a list, so I have nothing ready, but he's responsible for a lot of really great, very beloved games. Yeah, like he's been he's, involved with Silent Hill. A, bunch of things yeah
3: he's he's like like like, uh, nintendo has uh what's his name um uh uh, the the guy that did fucking mario and uh, and zelda why can't i think of his name (laughs) miyamoto yes Uh, nintendo has miyamoto and the rest of the gaming community has kojima like that's kind of how it is um so this was a big deal when he formed his new company kojima productions like this was a big deal this was his first game outside of konami and PlayStation basically has him on lock to do uh, an an exclusive game. That game was Death Stranding. Okay, now we're caught up. You can continue.
2: So uh, Death Stranding is basically uh, one of the things that Kojima likes to do is he likes to really release a lot of sparse information with no context that as time goes on, you can go back and watch these things and be like, Hey, that's starting to make sense. Like, oh my gosh, that small little detail was yep. like on day one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we are still at the point where nothing makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, here's what we here's a couple things we do know. Somehow babies are involved. Yep. There's invisible monsters that have opposable thumbs, like yep. h- human looking hands. Uh, there is rain. Uh, they call it time fall, that like basically makes time move faster. Uh, it is basically which a, that
3: concept is still not really fleshed out. Like no one really no. knows how that works. Yeah, it's
2: very odd, especially since like that's going to be. Apparently, he is mostly uh, he's immune to it. But also in the latest trailer, you see one of his tears make part of his hand age. <laughs> yeah, a little I, bit. I don't get it. it. <laughs> it, 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 it it's so weird. But it also three
3: years of this game and still nobody knows what the fuck is going on. One it of the, makes no sense. One of
1: the interesting theories that I read. About it was that it's it it's kind of like the the characters in the game know that they're in a game. That is one of the theories. Yes. And and what you're actually dealing <laughs> what you're actually dealing with with these like uh, the shadowy figures in the in the sky, is that uh, the idea behind the game is that um, the characters know that they're in a game and they know that the players of the game, pretty much. Control what happens to them. You know what I mean? So like when like one when one of them dies when they uh, When they meet their demise with the time fall and it creates a crater the guy says to him You know you'll come back, but that crater will still be there Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you lose a life in a game and the character comes back but there's still the uh like still the rem- the remnants, remnants of his demise.
3: Well, that's exactly how the Souls games are, Dark Souls and yes. uh Demon Souls. I believe like they when you die that your character suddenly becomes like a part of the game. Like it's a weird it's a weird thing. Things it get it harder as you go. The more you die in those Mm -hmm. games yeah it's an interesting mechanic
2: that like in general it's based around like not ripping you out of the experience when you die it just like death is
3: actually just part of the experience yeah
2: and it makes for much more fluid storytelling and much (coughs) less uh uh a much more immersive experience which i'm kind of excited that a lot more games well not a lot more games more games are trying this feature out mm -hmm. sure
3: he's kojima's is more of a Filmmaker than he is a game maker, I think, like, as far as his story is, con- oh, yes. is concerned. Like, I, it wouldn't shock me at all if you saw a Death Stranding type movie, uh, to come out of this, like, in conjunction with it. It wouldn't shock me at all. And oddly enough, this movie, or this, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: told
3: you what I was gonna do with it, uh, this game has a lot of movie actors in it, boy, it's starring Mortis, uh, Mortis, my God. Mortis. <laughs> you know, uh, metal guy Mortis. Yeah, Mortis. Yeah, yeah, Mortis. Mortis. Uh, Norman Reedus is in it. Mads Milkison my boy, is also in it. Uh, Lindsey Wagner hmm. has a role in it, and Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. His at least his likeness. It's not. Yes. It's, he's he's not voicing his own character. He's not. His, no. Oh. Um, Kojima said that because uh, del Toro was so busy, he didn't want to like hold him down. But his likeness is used in it with a different character uh voice actor. Cool. Uh but he's still there. So a Del Toro directed Death Stranding movie? Are we gonna are we gonna That would be
2: so cool. Right?
3: Um but yeah, like this this game makes no fucking sense. It's three years in. They keep releasing information. None of that information seems to connect with each other. So no one really knows what the plot of it is. No one really knows why it is. No one knows what's going on. Uh, in the trailer they released this year, it shows the uh, Norman Reedus' character... By himself a lot, like mm-hmm. traversing the landscape. He's got a body on his back. He's part of like a body retrieval type thing. I yes, think. Yes,
1: uh, bridges is what bridges. the... They, they describe him as a delivery service, basically, where okay. yeah. they're delivering it... bodies for sure. yeah, whatever bodies. reason. Yeah. Um. So since we don't know much about the actual narrative. Let's talk about the look of the game real quick, sure. and then we'll yeah, move yeah. on to the next one. Uh, to me personally, I know that you guys were saying that this <laughs> it, it kind of had that desaturated sort of just dreary dreary look. Yeah. But I couldn't help but notice the crazy detail. There's like a lot of it. Yeah. Like even when you're like, there was just a scene where it was uh, the f- the female character, not Norman Reedus's character, but the uh, female you mean, character. Because he's a male. Huh? Because he's a male. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But uh she was she was climbing through uh, through an area that was just covered in mud. yeah, and even in the foreground of this shot, like the mud was so detailed. it was like nothing I've ever seen before in a game. That's some good mud that's some good looking mud. <laughs> well that's I, I'm just saying like it like the the crazy the the crazy amount of attention paid to the detail, the look of this game like you even made mud look well, beautiful it's Kojima. It's awesome
3: i don't know the name of the engine that they're working with i, I do you have it by chance uh,
1: give me a second so i'll get it for you they
3: basically they originally had wanted to create their own engine to have a very distinct look for the game but they realized it was going to take way too long to develop the technology before they made the game so they basically partnered with some with an engine that already existed yes, but then retrofitted decima. it
2: what is it D- uh decima okay it's the engine that is uh used for horizon zero Dawn. yes
3: that's the one yep so they used that though but they retrofitted it to their game so right. it's the same but different like mm-hmm. it's still very much their own thing and um that's why the game looks the way that it looks it's their own game engine it's mm-hmm. their own you know it's, it's their own take on this it's very singular uh and it looks incredible the visuals yeah, looks of this really, game look absolutely the main, incredible main there's uh, the baby I, I I need to know what the fuck the baby means because um he's got a c-section marks so apparently dudes can carry babies either in sword, in sword or outside of the body he's got a backpack with a baby tank on it
1: but also at the beginning at weird. the very beginning of this trailer they show what I originally thought was the birth canal and you That's see the exactly you see the baby no it's it's, it's actually it's actually his throat the baby is in his throat. That's, that's yeah, it's the person. Throat
3: perfe-
1: <laughs> It's in his throat Gina. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Quick trademark that. But, like, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Like, what? It's no so one knows. bizarre. It's no like so ambiguous still. Um, it's, it's just, it's so crazy. Linz-
3: Lindsay Wagner, it took Kojima three hours of explaining to her what the story was before she finally actually committed to the role. Yeah because it just doesn't make sense. It, most of the people making the game don't even get it. Right. They're just doing what he says. Mhm. So that, that that tells me that the, the the story of this game is just nuts. Like yep. it, it it's a it's going to be a cerebral type game. Right. Yeah. Uh and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh that being said, I'm not going to play it. No? Nope. I don't own a PS4. I'm not going to buy a PS4. <laughs> so all of my experience with this game is going to be outside in. So take that for what it is but uh you said this is gonna be the game that makes you buy one
2: yeah it's just so intriguing to me it's just got this weird sort of atmospheric moodiness that i think in a one in a very unique way will be able to like suck me in and have that form of escapism that i like don't don't look at me like that <laughs> <laughs> but it'll have that uh that form of escapism that i really love in video games like yep. ones where like i'll literally sit there and be immersed in it in a way that i was like when i was a kid sure and uh i just the surrealness of it and the strangeness of it i'm i'm super excited for it like i i was i was uh upset when silent hills was canceled and yep, this
3: this was the fallout of that though. Uh, Guillermo del Toro and Kojima were working on a new Silent Hill game, mm-hmm. and the and when Kojima canceled that, pulled the plug, and the, all the shit that went down that did, um, everybody wanted uh, everybody wanted to know what was next because they were like kind of knee deep in that development.
2: Yeah, and it was amazing.
3: Three years ago at E three, Kojima comes out. No one knew what the hell he was coming with, and he came with Death Stranding. And it was like, okay, so this is like the fallout of what that Silent Hill game was supposed yeah. to be. There's, now, there's... it's not the same game, obviously, but it's like it's you're getting all that angst and all that, that everything that was put into Silent Hill now is going to get put yeah. into this. <clears throat> and even
2: better, there's... Sorry. Go I ahead. One, right one, one last point, and then we got to move on. Yeah. the The fact that this is a game where it's literally Kojima's company, so he has complete control over yep. it. It's like this is the type of crap that he would have been releasing for years had he been able to. But so, but someone high up was probably like, "Well, that's weird. Stop
1: it." Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, so uh, like I said, sorry, not to cut. That's going to be off, a PS4
3: we... exclusive, I believe, yes. at least for the time being. So, just uh, so you know.
1: PC as well, but uh, so oh, next oh, up yeah. we have Resident Evil Two. Two.
3: Um, listen, uh, this franchise is very new. This is only the second sequel. Wait. What? That, <laughs> whoa, that, whoa, did I, wait? Th- wait. Th- what? Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, uh, this is a uh, remake that has been long rumored, uh, long anticipated. This is the first year we've gotten a look at it. Um, listen, I have followed the Resident Evil games since their inception. Uh, I have not played them, though. I was never a Resident Evil guy. Mm-hmm. By the time I was interested in those in these games, I never felt like I could just jump into the series. Mm-hmm. So I never played them. Yeah. Uh, Jansen, however, has played some of them
2: yes i jumped in probably four years ago with resident evil 5. Uh, my buddy and i were just playing every online co-op game that we could because i just moved to college and gaming was that
3: the one that was in the africa
2: yes 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 with the uroboros virus and uh, so we would just play every game that we could uh that had co-op and by this point like it was dripping in lore that you had to know for yeah. some of it to make sense but it was enough to intrigue me so when uh uh they released five and then they started going back in more of the horror direction and then really went back with resident evil seven like it just like got me hooked got my attention because resident evil seven was it is a masterpiece of horror gaming and dude, I'll I'll let you guys borrow the copy. Like I I really want somebody else to play that I can discuss <laughs> I'm it, it. in in depth with. So when uh, they announced Resident Evil Two and said basically said this is going to be a remake, it is not going to have the same camera style, which was like the stationary cameras. Well, the
3: the Resident Evil Two remake though is it's built on the same engine as Resident Evil Seven. Yes. So- if you've played that game, you know what to expect stylistically, at least for this game.
2: Yeah, kind of gritty
3: realism. Yeah, and it looks really good, and it feels and looks like a Resident Evil game. Um, that being said, you know we talked about Devil May Cry Five, mm-hmm. also done by Capcom, which is Capcom also yeah. does the Resident Evil in games. the same
2: engine as well.
3: And I'm like, I, I got—I'll be honest with you, Resident Evil Two looks amazing. It doesn't look near as good, though, in my opinion, as. Devil May Cry Five. It doesn't just have that sparkle. Just to watching, it, you know?
1: just watching the trailers and a little bit of the gameplay of each. Like I'm, I'm actually familiar with some of the older Resident Evil games. Okay. I did actually play some of those, um, and I had, I had fun with those. But I, I never kept up with, with the whole series. But I agree with you. Just watching the, the, uh, the trailers and a little bit of the gameplay from Resident Evil Two, uh, Devil May Cry Five just jumped out at me. Way more. better.
3: Yeah, I, I'm a little bit so. I'm a little bit disappointed in that. That being said, though, I will say this though, uh, the remake of, of of Resident Evil Two looks like a Resident Evil game. Though. Yes, yeah. Like even 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 though it's not as good as Devil May Cry Five, it looks on par with what Resident Evil has done its entire series. Mm-hmm. So you almost have to separate it. Um, I just, I, I, I guess, I expect from these new generation games though. You always expect them to look amazing. It, it mm-hmm. needs to be a Death Stranding, or it needs to be Devil May Cry, or it needs to be uh, 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 the Last of Us. Or and when, when you get something that might be just a hair below that, it's only like, oh well, fuck you. It's not good enough. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm know, an angry fanboy. Exactly. Where's Twitter? And it shouldn't be, but it, it sort of is though, because you you come to expect everything looked better than what came before it
1: everyone has high expectations and, and it's just it, yeah. if if it's if it's not exactly what you dreamt it to be then
3: and and don't get me wrong that's not to say that i don't think that it looks
1: good No, it it's looks incredible. it looks really <laughs> good it looks really it's really, to really good the original gory, resident evil 2 and
3: you'll shit your pants but <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, yeah yeah and honestly it doesn't surprise me a whole lot because uh, devil may cry has always looked just a little bit better than resident evil mm-hmm. because devil may cry was actually born on accident because the original like version of Re- Resident Evil Four. There's like three versions that were built then scrapped, and Devil May Cry was one of those versions. They just kind of like put so different... they're
3: linked, like sort of in the in their yeah process.
2: Yeah, in their process because uh, they made Devil May Cry. We're like, okay, this is not a Resident Evil game, but this is an awesome game. So let's take this. Let's replace the story, let's replace the characters and all that stuff, and just make a new franchise, and let's try again. And oh, it actually okay. took them two more times uh, uh, to make what became Resident Evil 4.
3: Oh, okay. That's fair. I actually I had no idea about that.
2: Yeah, that's, it's pretty cool. To me. Like, if you go back and watch the original, <clears throat> like, game, they have a gameplay video that they had at an E3 for Resident Evil 4, it was a lot creepier. It had a lot more rats. And it was actually a pretty cool game that's like, I watch and I'm like, crap, that would have been an amazing game. Like, Resident Evil 4 was pretty great. It, ch- it definitely changed the horror game in a big way. But, uh, Resident Evil 4 looked pretty cool like the previous Inceptions that they had as well.
3: Okay, okay. So, uh, so the, the Resident Evil 2 remake, though, um, it's not a straight remake, though. There's a lot of new things. They say like, if you played the original, things are going to be in different places. There's going to be a lot of new additions to it. So it's a remake in the sense of they're telling the same story, yet mm-hmm. the gameplay and a lot of like, what you're seeing, it's not like a shot-for-shot remake. Lots of new things. So it, so even if you've played the original, don't feel like you need to skip it. It's fantastic. Yeah. They also had, in the original, there was... Uh, they had A and B type campaigns. I don't know what that meant.
2: A and B, Sky it's and like two, it. different, two different characters where you... Uh, and they did this in the original game as well, where uh, uh, A and B mean one of them was Leon and the other Claire. character... Claire. Yep. So if you chose Claire, the story was a little different. Like you're playing through the same events, but through different vantage points. Okay, like, okay. They, they split up. So at times they kind of go like this and so, this
3: one of the differences between the original and this though was that uh Claire and Dion have or Leon rather have have completely separate campaigns in this really? game. Yeah. Okay. They're very it's, it's so instead of there being story A, story B, they're separate completely. So it's got okay.
1: it's, got, so a big two re, it's got a big very different replay badges. value then, so yep. which is that's really yep. smart. Yep. So
2: it's definitely worth it to go back, it back and play through as uh Claire or Leon, depending on who you played first. I, right. I, yeah.
1: I, that's exciting. I like yeah, that cool.
3: absolutely, absolutely. So um, that's that's <clears throat> Resident Evil too.
1: Yep. So uh one that we I mean I mean this this game looks cool, but I think we can probably get through it pretty quick, Hollow Knight. I, I literally wanted to
3: talk about it because I wanted to have a Switch game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Hollow Knight It's a 2D platformer, uh, it's put out by Team Cherry, uh, it is actually available now, you can play it, they shadow dropped this at E3, it is whole game available on the switch it's also available on steam so you can play on a pc um, it's a 2d platformer it's uh, dark and moody and awesome and
1: it looks like a lot of fun there's basically. bugs in it and it's great it go bugs. fucking play it it just looks super, <laughs> it just looks super fun that's no, all you that's need it. to say like, really I, it,
3: the art style is amazing it's all hand-drawn and it's awesome <clears throat> and that's yeah it's awesome
1: yep so last game we're going to talk about and then uh, and then we're going to call it so yep. that uh, we it's can late. all go home it's and go late to sleep.
3: <laughs> we are already at 2:22. Let's, Sorry, let's
1: make Jay. this quick. <laughs> all right, so Cyberpunk 2077 Fuck. based off uh based off of it's kind of cool ca- right? Kind of cool actually. It's it's based off of a 1988 pen and paper RPG. Yeah. Uh, called uh, Cyberpunk 2020, which obviously doesn't fit the script because we're. Which so
3: obviously means this game's gonna come out in
1: 2020. That's that's kind of that's kind of what mm-hmm. people are saying yeah. as kind of an homage to the original, yep. which I think is that's a cool so idea. So a
3: couple years out yet the this this game is one of the more impressive games I think that I've m- probably ever seen. Uh, so this is made by CD Projekt Red, which made the Witcher series. Yes. Now, now Jansen's playing through Witcher three right now. I have also played through Witcher three. Uh, it's, I came over and
1: watched you play through some of it. It's one Man, of the most so incredible cool. games I've ever yeah. played, yeah. as far
3: as its detail and its depth of story. Yeah. And every, it, it's just nuts. It's so good. It's
2: beautiful, mm-hmm. um, and it sucks you when It's got that escapism element, and it is strangely calming and serene. Yep. Like That's you, the
1: type of game, too, that you can spend, like, hundreds of
2: hours which on. Which I did. Right? <laughs> I
3: literally did. I spent almost 200 hours on yep. it, or 150, whatever it was. But right. like, yeah,
2: I'm at 80 right now. It's, yeah.
3: If I spent 185 hours on Zelda, The Witcher is a much larger game. Much. As far as stories and whatnot. The map I think, is bigger in Zelda, but still like it's it's a crazy crazy game
1: and cyberpunk 2077 sounds like it's going to be the same type of deal like you there's it's an open landscape so it's open
3: landscape but it takes place in a city there's only six zones so i think as far as map size goes it's way smaller what they did though is they put the focus on the um what do you call them the p the the characters you interact with on the street NPCs, npcs npcs yeah that that's where the focus is, though. So every like person is its own thing. You know what right. I mean? There's no overarching like like code that tells characters how to react. They're all separate. Like every character that you see, it seems like they're going to be, inter- uh, You can interact with them. You can do whatever. Like th- I, the city was, is the world, I, world.
1: There was a there was a couple guys who went to to see the uh, the actual feature at mm-hmm. E3 that said it seemed like you could literally walk up to any NPC and get uh, yeah get some kind of quest from yeah, them yeah it's crazy so that's um that's probably how they'll deal with you know like because with the Witcher, the landscape or uh witcher 3 it, landscape was just so huge
3: absolutely and there were tons
1: there was tons of people that you could interact with this is going to be the same amount of interaction just within the smaller, a smaller confines confine. of, yeah. of, a, of a city
3: so if you have no idea what cyberpunk 2077 is uh the synopsis is this. Uh, it's a narrative driven open world RPG set in the most vibrant and dangerous metropolis of the future, Night City. You play as the character of V, a hired gun on the rise who just got their first serious contract. In a world of cyber enhanced street warriors, tech savvy net runners, and corporate life hackers, today is your first step to becoming an urban legend. Um, now, here's what I love about this game there's no classes in it. Right. It, it's all what you update to your character is very singular. Like mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want to your character no one's overall better than anybody else mm-hmm. it all has to do with how you upgrade your character and what you can do they were so, saying
1: they, they were saying you can basically you can become a soldier if you want to and go mm-hmm. out and fight battles or you can become hacker and 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 work the system in that way like which is that would, that would make for two very different styles of gameplay, which yeah. is really interesting. Yeah,
3: very different. And that's probably, like I said, smaller city, but bigger game. Because there's so much more you can do in it. And it looks fucking gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. um, did you guys, you guys obviously watched the teaser trailer from this, or the trailer, rather, from this year. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the teaser trailer from a couple of years ago? when they This game was first announced way back in 2013. It's a long this game goes back. Really? Yep. It was first announced in 2013. Uh, the teaser that they released was um, sort of like, like not stop motion, but it was like a single picture that was 3D, and they could spin the camera around it. Sure. And there's a girl sitting on the ground. And very what I love about this game is they, they blend attractiveness with Android really, really well. There's a girl in uh, the trailer they released this year She's putting on makeup, and she looks like a very beautiful girl, and she's missing her entire bottom jaw. Right. And it's crazy. You're like, holy shit, this android, I'd fuck it. Like, it's crazy. Um,
1: <laughs> Except so, for their explanation is it, that's not necessarily an android. It's people... people uh,
3: cybernetic enhancements. They especially. call it They
1: call it transhumanism. Yeah. Which basically means humans uh, in this landscape in 2077, basically the idea is uh, you can... Humans are able to transcend by... Uh, by uh, combining them their own organic selves yeah. with technology.. Yeah. Yep, which is cool.
3: So in the original teaser trailer from twenty thirteen, though, there was a chick that was on the ground, and the, all the cops were shooting bullets at her, and they were like re- reflecting off of her face. The bullets. Is this the one where she's, she's got the claw? Yes. Like the, yes. She's yeah. kneeling on the ground, She's got these. Her, it's like her arms folded back into her like body. She looks, and like, and a pra- these she giant, looks like a praying
1: mantis. Praying
3: mantis claws yeah. come out of her. Oh, it's crazy! And it's like <laughs> that imagery is so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I. I, I don't know. like this, this 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 is everything that I like in video games. Sprawling open world, crazy sci-fi. It looks like a, the punk rock version of Blade Runner. Yeah. That's oh, what yeah. it looks like, mm-hmm. and it looks absolutely incredible. It's first-person, which I did not expect. Mm-hmm. I expected this to be a third-person game. Yeah, me
1: too. It's
3: first-person, uh, though.
1: To me, like if you were updating yourself with all kinds of technology, you'd want to be able to see your character adorned in that technology you know what i mean
2: yeah and in general a lot of open world games are third person yeah so
1: it's kind of strange
2: i I don't know why that was originally like a game uh, design decision made but that kind of became the norm so now that games are starting to do that it's like oh that's odd
3: yeah they, uh, you also have like a, a, a hub hub guy that you go to see. Is, uh, his name is the Ripper Doc. He's the guy that uh, basically gives you all your upgrades. So mm-hmm. as you're going through the game, you can go to him with probably with money or with points, whatever whatever it may be, to get new upgrades to your body. And there's one point where he literally rips your eye out of your head mm-hmm. and replaces it with a bionic eye. Right. And it's like it's really it's just, it's super cool. I I'm so looking forward to this game. Um, it's gonna be probably a couple years before it's released which doesn't shock me. Yeah. Um take all the time you need, you know. I I I want this game to be as good as I want it to be. So, I'm I, very excited about it.
1: Watching the watching the trailer, amazing trailer, so cool. I, I wish that I mean at this point it's, the game's not done, so you're not gonna see gameplay. I wish yeah. I would have seen gameplay to see what it's really gonna be like, but
2: I think next year you're it's, gonna see
1: it. It's definitely worth the wait. Like I think it's gonna be pretty incredible. Yeah,
2: yeah the the cool thing about C D Project Red is they'll literally be like, No, we're not gonna release this until it's perfect.
3: Well, the original teaser from twenty thirteen said uh it was it was Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven coming colon. And then a couple dots when it's ready. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's how that—that's literally what they said. It's right. like we're not going to put this out till it's done because yeah, we it's don't, perfect. Yeah, and we, honestly, don't wanna, we don't want to put out a game that needs patches on day one. Yeah, because
2: that—that like, that was something like that year there was. I forget how many games. I think that's around when uh, the Master Chief Collection came out. All these different games that came out and they were broken from the start. So that was their way of Fallout.
3: Fallout 4 was like that. Fallout 76, we didn't even talk about that. It's another game that's coming out. It's all post-apocalyptic. Creatures, whatever. If you're Fallout people, you know what we're talking about. So we don't need to talk about it. But... Fallout Four, though, when it came out, was broken.
2: Oh, so Straight bad!
3: Great, broken. Like it w- didn't work. Yeah, mm-hmm. there
2: was there was different things where there was glitches that literally make it so you could not progress in the game. Yeah. and so it's like, what do you do? <laughs> like it's like, well, you I guess I'm done patch. for a while. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. Um. Okay. That's that's it. That's E3 this year. <laughs> that was uh, that was the Buzzkill Podcast highlight of E3.
1: We we probably in reality probably should have skipped talking about a movie today, but we're a movie podcast, so we exactly. have to talk about movies. Anyway, and if you want to find us on what
3: <laughs> I'll say, we love keeping Jay passes by then.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Jay. <laughs> if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast.
3: You can find us on the Twitters at the Buzzkill PC, and on uh, places. Give us comments. Whatever.
2: Where can we find you, Jancy Pants? Uh, you can find me on Instagram slash Jancy Pants. It and... doesn't matter what your Instagram <laughs> name is! <laughs> I'm sorry. Shut up. Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't exist. If you want to find J-Rodge, you can find me on all
4: social media at Ocean Recording, and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs.
1: Alright, boys, that's, uh... that's... That's E3 for this
3: year. Uh, next year, let's do something not as comprehensive. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Alright. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Adios. Where did we all get glass bottles?